And welcome to episode 42 of The Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I am joined by Whip. Say hello. Hello. And I'm also joined by Led Rumblebutt. Say hello. Hello. How are you lovely gentlemen doing today? Hey, I'm, I'm surviving, doing all right. All right. Uh, Drummer Matt, is, how are you doing? A bit less grim? Yeah, no, it's all, it's all fine. Oh, good. <laughs> how are you? Oh, I'm, I guess, I, I'm existing. I, I wouldn't call this living. <laughs> But yeah, wow. off to a good start. We're off to that sort of start, yeah. Okay, okay. anyway, just uh, moving on from that, we've got some news to talk about. <laughs> from one cheery topic to the next, I guess. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Assuming you're wanting to talk about what I assume we're going to talk about. Not first, actually. We, 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 have, okay. something, we okay. have some more positive things to talk about first. Okay, okay, a, you know, a positivity sandwich. You know, yeah, <laughs> Surrounded more, by shit. More, <laughs> more like it's a roller coaster of... of, of Good things followed it, by bad things. It's literally just a really high point, and then you plummet to the lowest. Yes, and then we leave you in it, the dirt. It's a really crap roller coaster, tasting blood in your mouth. <laughs> and when we're finally gone, you realise why storms are called after people. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> I think I stole that from somewhere. <laughs> Probably. Oh, there is there is actually one thing that's not related to news that I'll quickly briefly mention. Um. So, last episode, you ruined your reputation. Oh, yeah, apart from, apart from actually, I didn't at all. Yeah, because it turned out loads of people agreed with you. <laughs> yeah, I got, like, I looked through the comments, and there's not a single one, like, I was expecting abuse from, like, all corners, even with the people who tend to listen to this and watch your videos, who are, generally speaking, really nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was still expecting some sort of um, kickback, but no, the comments are all fine, and I got a couple of emails being like, yeah, you know what, you're entirely right, and I was like, um. Oh, that's, I mean, okay. that's. I'm. I'm glad. Yeah, but I'm at the same time, I kind of feel a little bit like, oh, I was kind of hoping for a bit of a lash. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fine. I was kind of surprised because, yeah, it's that I, I assumed more people would uh, would come up to the plate to defend Ghostbusters. I guess more people have seen it more recently than we think. Yeah, I guess yeah. the difference being is that I said I didn't think it was very good, but I didn't say other people were wrong for enjoying it, which what sort how some people criticize stuff. Like, yeah, if you enjoy point. it, fine, great. I'm glad you did. Um, you know, so mm. I guess that's the difference. I'm not saying your entire life philosophy is wrong and you are a bad person. <laughs> but if you like Ghostbusters, he is. <laughs> now we wait for the the anger to flow on in. Anyway, back to the the actual positivity. Yes. Uh, so, a few little bits of news from the Warhammer. Uh, World. Now, people listening to this probably know at least vaguely what Warhammer... Oh, my kidding. That's the only reason you know who we are, let's be <laughs> honest. So, there's a thing that's uh, that's been launched by the Warhammer community called Warhammer Heroes. Okay. Where you nominate someone who has had a positive influence on Warhammer or 40k. Someone is, who's, who's given a lot to the community. Yeah, so like event organisers or someone who has helped a lot of people get into the hobby or even, you know, YouTubers. And I just want to say this up front, this is, uh, I said this on Twitter as well, I'm not saying this to say, like, nominators, because we're rubbish. No, seriously, like, there are so many <laughs> other, like, we're not even being dicks about this. Like, no, legitimately, go and vote for, for someone who, like, is, has been doing really good, because there's so many people in the Warhammer yeah. community that do so much good. 
And, and just... we just fuck about on video games. We, we really <laughs> can't compare. So go use your votes properly. Uh, and there's, you know, the the people that that win will get a, a little medal and yeah. uh, like a t-shirt and a certificate, and there'll be like an award ceremony at Warhammer World, and they'll have a um, a little plaque there as well. It's, it's really sweet. It's a really neat it's little really idea. Nice. Is it? Is this organised by the community, not by Games Workshop? No, it is by Games Workshop. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Okay. So it is like proper official, mm-hmm. like oh, cool. uh, like things. So that, I just thought that's really really neat. Yeah, I'm mean, yeah. really interested to see who gets uh, who gets all the the fun stuff there. I, I will be interested to know if any of the people that we're we've like had contact we've thought, with we've inflicted ourselves upon yeah in the warhammer community to see if any of those those get one because yes yeah, some of those guys really do deserve it yeah i mean either that or one of the developers of one of the mobile games i mean they're excellent oh yeah all of them Oof, pristine perfect <laughs> i say that i've been playing death watch solidly since last yeah, week after you've patched it so it wouldn't cook the graphics card oh yeah that's that, that's that's okay so if you were maybe interested in getting death watch be aware that it will cook your graphics card, so you need to fix that. Yeah, there's a, a line... <laughs> Which is quite quite a bit deal-breaker. Yeah, there's a line that you have to insert into a .ini file. It's it's in the um, like community discussion group on Steam, uh, because the game, its VSync doesn't work, and what it does is it will just run as many frames as it physically can all the time. Ooh, so okay. it has a habit of running at like 200 frames a second yep. and burn, like making graphics cards run at like 90 degrees. So it's not good. <laughs> okay. Right, that's, but yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, because the V-Sync doesn't work uh, when you lock it down to 60, it does start suffering from screen tearing. But personally, I'd rather have screen tearing than a cooked graphics card. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, same. same. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. But anyway, we got back onto being negative. <laughs> uh, another positive thing that's cool. There's a new Sly Marbo figure that's been announced. Well, I say announced, uh, it got leaked from December's White Dwarf. He's plastic, he's going to cost £15. And that's a good price? Yeah. For once? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's better than the £25 uh, Primaris like, special characters. Yeah, that, yeah. And, yeah, he. there are some interesting things about the model, in that he has guile hair, for some reason. What hair? Guile hair. You know, from Street Fighter. Oh, okay. It's basically like Paul Phoenix's, but he's stood up too fast in a low-ceilinged room. <laughs> so it's a bit flat off at the top. <laughs> okay. It's a little weird. Uh, he also has a, like, Venus flytrap on his base. It's not a Venus. It's a Katachan man trap. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. You know, I th- <laughs> Venus flytraps are great. I, I think Katachan man trap is possibly its actual canon name, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is it now? It's supposed to be Katachin or something fucking stupid. I can't remember. I was watching that video by Alpha, and he was like making a joke about how it's supposed to be pronounced a different way, and I was like, fuck off, Alpha, I'm not pronouncing it like that. I don't care how <laughs> correct you are. God damn it. To be fair, I think um, Katachan is one of those words that depends... Katachin. It depends on the author and what of like, if like the audio book, well, I guess. Kit Kat. Whoever's, whoever's reading it. Like, they'll read it different and say it different. It's one of those awkward ones. Um, but yeah, I think we all have to give a big uh, thank you to, to Alpha Boosa. To Alpha Boosa for, for the reason... He is the reason we've got the new model. It's... Because because without him, we are lost. Because of his obsession with Sly Marbo. <laughs> Fucking... Like, when, when Twitter changed it so you could have, like, a shitload more characters in your username, he just changed his name to Alpha Boosa. Ah! <laughs> 
It was beautiful. Stop looking at the waveform nervously. <laughs> yes, sorry, everyone's ears. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the thing. That's I don't know when that'll be coming out. Like I say, the announcement was supposed to be in December's White Dwarf, but it's kind of been that's blown a bit now. That yeah, <laughs> uh, through leaks. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess now we're on to the bad news. Oh yeah, I mean, we got to talk about Battlefront fucking two, don't we? Mm. Yeah. You've been keeping up with this drummer butt. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I haven't played it. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> obviously. Um, no, uh, for for those who might might not be aware, uh, EA. Well, yeah, <laughs> I I'm not going to cast any shade anywhere. Doesn't know that's fine. But EA being the evil pricks they are. I mean, it's in their name, evil assholes. Evil assholes. Yeah. It's not, electronic Arts is a cover-up. Yeah. But yeah, what, they, what they've done is, you know, because apparently the game industry is all centred around loot boxes and, and basically paying full price for a retail game and then having to fucking buy a bunch of microtransactions or DLC because they ship the game barely in fucking one piece and they sell you chunks of it later. Games as a service. Games as a service, which mm. EA is a fucking massive proponent of they're disgusting and they really they pushed gamers until they snapped recently because they well somebody worked it out on reddit where it would take someone like 2,000 hours to grind out Darth Vader or, or a special character I think it was Darth Vader to like get everything yeah it's to, yeah. to like unlock the character um or you could just pay for loot boxes and pretty much get it as soon as um, which people got really mad about, understandably. Uh, an EA representative actually replied, which <laughs> I'm not going to get angry at the representative because they have to spout this absolutely caustic garbage because otherwise they'll be fired, but they are still working for Satan's dickhole. Yep. Which, but they basically turned around and was like, well, you see, these are it. Like, like you got to grind and stuff like that because it gives players a sense of accomplishment and basically just sat there sucking EA's dick all day as an EA representative is paid to do. This made the internet pop the biggest rage boner I have ever fucking seen. And I am very glad. Because this shit has gone too far. It really fucking has. And my... EA have been pushing that for so long. Like, FIFA games, they're abusive. You know, no oh, one every yeah. year it's literally just like a reskin, maybe a shader update. It's fucking disgusting. The Sims games... Don't get me started on the Sims games. Well, they fucked Dead Space up pretty they hard. They fucking doing that. ruined... Yeah. They have left... So many game companies dead in their wake. They buy things and they kill them. Dice is going to be next. <laughs> yeah, that, they, they are fucking next because they've they've done Star Wars Battlefront two. Now, after this bullshit initially kicked off, Dice did an AMA on Reddit. Now, that was a real fucking nasty move on EA's part because they're just going to axe the fucking company anyway. But they got the people from Dice to do the AMA yeah. and. When the devs were replying to people's questions, they were getting downvoted so much, it didn't even show the responses. Oh, good. <laughs> they were getting downvoted that fucking hard. Now, I, I was sitting there the whole time going, okay, it's not like people were wishing death upon them. People were threatening to fucking kill them. And I, I don't, just horrible fucking things. And it's yeah, like, don't well, do that, everyone. That's bad. No, that's fucking gross. I want EA as a company to die, but I don't really want anyone there to die. I want mm. their company to die. And like, the, poor, the poor people working for DICE getting death threats and shit. It's like, you do realise this is EA pulling the strings, right? They are beholden to yeah. EA. Yeah. They will have, like, I've heard that the actual, like, Battlefront 2 is so good and so well made. 
But then EA would have come in, swung their dicks around, knocking out supports, getting ready to sell them back to the players because they don't fucking respect gamers or anything. Yeah, well, I mean, I played a bit of um, Battlefront 1. And I know that, that that wasn't particularly well received either for just being kind of half a game that had all of its parts kind of chopped up and put into the season pass. Mm-hmm. But, like, the actual core game I quite enjoyed. And maybe it's just because, you know, the Star Wars veneer and the little things like it had, you know, linear wipes when you died and <laughs> came back to life. That's the like, thing. Mm, you nice. can tell that there was love put in there and mm. then the fucking money-hungry pricks came in and ruined everything. Oh, yeah. And, like... So this whole thing, like, cut a long story short, a long venomous bullshit story very short, this has started making governments look into the loot boxes in video games, which I am very glad of, because like, there's um, a, play- a couple of places in Europe where it's like, this is gambling and we're fucking investigating you. Uh, Hawaii is mm-hmm. uh, doing it as Hawaii. well. I think there's a few states. That yeah, there's a few states well. that are doing it. I know I'm, Hawaii's a state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> but I, I'm glad they are. Now, a lot of people might disagree with me with the whole loot boxes of gambling, they literally fucking are. I'm sorry. But you're, you're, you're putting money down for things, for a box of God knows what. You don't know what's in there. And it has value to you, so... Yeah, and like another argument that I see a lot is, oh, it's only cosmetic, it doesn't matter. Actually, if you're one of the few people who cos- cosmetics don't matter to, good on you. That's good. But to the majority, they matter. Yeah. They really do. Because it's, it's a nice little bit of individuality, you know, you want, you want to get your character just right, you really like your character, you want to dress him up in a fun little hat or fucking whatever. It's, in, it's important. And then, like, my biggest problem I've seen come out of this is I saw people on the Rainbow Six Siege subreddit thanking Ubisoft for not being, like, microtransaction-driven fucking psychos. That made me so angry. But Ubisoft are microtransaction-driven They're literally assholes. EA who don't apply themselves as much. <laughs> they really are. Ubisoft is, is... It could be as evil as EA. It just doesn't try that hard, which I'm kind of grateful for. Yeah, they're not quite at the Konami scale Ooh, of no, incompetence, no. but they're, they're, you know... They're close enough. And I was fucking shocked by that, because I was like, there was something they go, thanks for, like, I see the microtransactions in Rainbow Six Siege as kind of a, hey... This is like, we like your game. Let me chuck you a tip. And I'm like, that's fucking not what that is. That made me so mad because Mm. my brother has been playing Rainbow Six Siege for two years and he can just afford one of the big expensive operators with the in-game currency. Yeah. Just. And it's like, that's not okay, you pricks. And then, now this blew my mind as well. Now, as much as I like Overwatch, and I know everyone's groaning, oh, Snipe's talking about Overwatch again, but this is about the bullshit of loot boxes. It is related. I'm not just like, oh, now I get to talk about McCree again. I saw people thanking Blizzard. Like, thanks, Blizzard. Thanks for not doing this. Thanks but for... they did it. They're the they ones... literally did. <laughs> they're the ones that were probably got a they're lot to pro- blame. Yeah, they're probably the biggest dicks here. Because they put they put loot boxes into a full price game and no one got angry at yeah, them. Apart from, is... like, Jim Sterling. Yeah, no, to be fair, I got angry, but I should have been more angry. I should have been more angry, because well, this kind of shit is, is not... Especially when you have, like, time-limited items. To it's be fair, to be fair, when it first launched, because... I mean, uh, to, the whole it's all cosmetic thing isn't an argument, but I think it does nullify when... Like, when, when Overwatch first launched, and there wasn't any time-limited skins, and you were just buying, and the loot boxes, you just got skins. Like, then it was just a random chance to get yeah. thing, things you liked. And that... 
That's not so bad to me. That's no, no, that's true. That's not so bad. But the thing is, with the games industry, no, with these big businesses that don't give a fuck about video games that we love, they see that as a backdoor into our fucking wallets. They don't give a mm. shit. So even if, I mean, I think I think microtransactions are perfectly acceptable. Provide like Warframe. Warframe does does it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Loadout. Loadout is another good example. Yeah. Yes, it is all cosmetic, but the game is free to play. You know, that that's the chucking things in the tip jar, yeah. not fucking yeah, paying 25 quid for a skin. Like, if you've paid for a full price game, you should get the whole game, right? Yeah, you should get the whole fucking game. I mean, like, if Overwatch didn't have loot boxes that you could buy... And it was just oh luck of the draw. Then I'd be like I'd be like okay it's a bit annoying because I kind of want all the skins, but I'd be fine with it. Mm. Yeah, and I think because it's, um, it's a fuck it's not it's a full price game. And Overwatch makes it worse with its time limited it uh, skins like event skins. So if you really want one, and especially since they've tweaked it recently, I'll say recently about six months ago or whatever it was. Like, it's become actually quite difficult to be able to even buy them with credits. Because they've, they've, skins... they've dramatically lowered the duplicates, which means that you don't get as much fun bucks yeah. to, cause, to buy the uh, the event skins, which are like double the price. Or like, th- they triple or something? They triple the 3,000. Tri- they triple the price. And especially like, Halloween really pissed me off with that. Because every single skin that came out was a legendary. Yeah, they've been doing that recently. And that was like, okay... You're being a bit of a dick there, but I, I digress. I'm not. I'm talking about the games industry and loot boxes as a whole. Yeah, they are fucking horrible. And it what bugs me is that everyone's so outraged now. But it's like we should have been getting this mad earlier. We should have been getting mad about loot boxes and full like, yeah, like paid loot boxes and full fucking it, games it, it's, earlier. It's it's frogging a in a in a warm bath scenario, it, isn't that's it? That's the thing. Like, and EA just it, came in and turned it up full. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I guess there is at least that, that now this is actually going towards, like, legislation. It means this stuff might actually go away. Well, good, because it's fucking... I, the only word I can think of, especially in EA's case here, is the word predatory. Oh, very, it's a very, very exploitative practice. Mm. Viciously so. And it's like, okay, so, I mean, the way I kind of see it with gambling is like... I mean, I think gambling's disgusting. I think it's just really cruel to kind of... It, the whole poor tax thing, without getting too far into it, yeah. that's kind of... I think it's repulsive, and it's it's preying on people, people's hope. It's gross. I'm sure like a lot of people will just be like, oh yeah, I go out to Vegas with a grand, and that's a lot of fun, and then I go home. That's, that's fine. Fair enough. But this is a legitimate thing people can get addicted to, and it ruins people. It's like, you know, if you're going to have warnings on alcohol and cigarettes, why don't you put them on fucking gambling and that kind of I shit, I think you the know? thing that makes it extra extra kind of predatory is because this stuff is not considered gambling, it That's means it's in front of problem. children. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, the kids can play the gambling game. I saw something about Jack Black talking about his kid spending like two grand on microtransactions oh, in a game. Okay. I, I, I think, I, I'm pretty sure that's correct, Jack Black's kid, but yeah. I, I did see something like that and I'm like, even if that's incorrect, I've heard so many stories about kids just going, yes, I will buy all these things because for some reason my parents' card details are on here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh... And plus, if they start, if they classify it as gambling, 
I, I can't wait to see what the next insidious, like, sticky-fingered bullshit is. Mm. Well, the, ne- the next bullshit is, to be honest, going to go the other way, because you know how lawmakers have a habit of not knowing what the fuck they're doing a lot of the time? This is very true. Yes. Yeah, I'm slightly worried that they're going to go too far, and they're going to be like, okay, well, that's gambling. But then, you know, like, random loot drops, like... I don't know, like a game like Diablo or the, any any sort of RPG game where you get random loot off an enemy. You're you're putting in time to kill enemies to get random loot. Mm-hmm. Like, is that going to be gambling? And it's not, and it's very different, this loot crate bullshit. But depending on how they word what they're going to do... Yeah. Mm, I'm a little bit worried it's going to go... That's a fair point. That, that is the thing with... Like, where do you draw the line between putting time in to get loot boxes and putting time to get loot drops off bosses or you know i don't know like it's ridiculous but the whole situation's ridiculous so well i mean like i would say definitely the the um the inclusion of monetary yeah exchange yeah. that that's the gambling thing like you could in that kind of um with that kind of example use wow as maybe like oh it's a monthly subscription to get and the main game is mm. to get levels and get loot and yeah. you don't know what kind of loot you get so you could if you really wanted to stretch it that far but other games that don't have say like a monthly subscription fee i don't know yes yeah, that mm, yeah I, but hope, I, I just hope it doesn't come to that i'm not saying it's gonna happen i'm just a little bit concerned where you know some of these like a lot of rules that have a good intent yeah no can I, be abused yeah. by people who want to abuse them yeah, and it, this whole thing shouldn't—it should just be don't be dicks about things. You shouldn't need to make a law about that. It should just... well, <laughs> well, when it comes to EA, apparently they do need a law to say stop being a fucking twat. Yeah, well, but, yeah. you know, we... big business and all that. Yeah. Well, speaking of big business, <laughs> let's get onto our second depressing uh, topic. Let's talk, and this will only be quick, gentle viewer, about net neutrality. Ah, uh, okay. Now we're only bringing this up because it is vitally fucking important. So, for those of you who don't know, net neutrality is lovely, it's wonderful, we need to keep it about, because it means that ISPs, internet service providers, cannot charge you extra, or choke or throttle what sites you're viewing. So, this is currently only really, like, the big big hoo-ha is about it in America right now. Yeah. Uh, Portugal already has it. Yeah, I think some places in Mexico have it I think some places in Mexico have it. It's fucked. So this means your your internet service provider can turn around and go, oh, you want to use Netflix? You're going to have to pay me another twenty dollars a month, just for seeing that, just for seeing Netflix. Yeah. So- oh, you oh you want to use Reddit? Well, that's going to be another fifteen. Basically, if EA was your internet service provider, <laughs> base that's what it is. So if you are in the USA, please, there are, I can't remember what you got to do. You have uh, to speak to your. I mean, so you have to like send messages to your representative, your local representatives, yeah, and uh, say that you want them to appeal this bullshit. Because the thing is, it's like it might seem like, oh yeah, just like it'll be f-. no. They'll keep pushing this because that means way more money for them, and they don't give a fuck. Oh, but Snipe, doesn't that mean they'll be able to make speedy channels so you'll be able to get to the things you like faster? <laughs> don't start because then you'll have to pay like two hundred quid just to just to use Facebook at a, an appropriate speed, <laughs> yeah. and then that will just be the normal speed you already have, and they'll just slow everything else down. It doesn't yeah. help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... argument. And personally, I'd rather not. I'd rather that it not happen in America, aside from just basic human empathy. Mm-hmm. But because if it happens in America, that means it's more likely to start happening in other places. And I know that without putting too fine a point in it, our fucking absurd, greedy, 
shit ass fucking current um, government would totally double down. Oh, on they, that if they, they they'd could. suck they'd suck the repeal super hard. They would totally do that here. Yeah. So if they thought they could get away this, with it, this this is very important. So you're probably sick of hearing about it, but this is super fucking important. And now we'll get back to talking yeah. about stupid video games and there's, um, there's a link to easily write to your congressman if you're American. or Is it congressman or a representative? I don't know which you need I, to write I don't to. know which. We will put a we'll link in the We'll find out and we'll put a link in so you can just click yeah, it. Yeah, we will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Oliver also put up a, a link to the FCC forums. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll, he, he's got a couple of really good videos explaining what it is as well, actually. Yeah. Um, Way better than we'll be able to. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, <laughs> but no. Probably sick of hearing about it. Very important. We urge you to do something about it because it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. And it's so viciously anti-consumer, it's disgusting. Oh, screw streamers over, yeah. especially. Yeah. Just, just, like, any, any content creator who uses video in any way, shape, or form yeah, is going to screw them because the, because the amount of data that they up, upload um, is outrageous. And anything that's going to choke them or charge them more for using things is... Gonna, it's gonna price a lot of people, especially um, amateurs who are just doing it for the fun of it. It's pretty much just gonna price them out of the market. Yeah, they will not be able to do it, so it means they will have no chance of being able to have a potential career. Which is, and that's that's just one type that's of person they would fuck bit, over. Yeah. you know. But yeah, let's start talking about more fun things because I'm sure people don't tune in to hear us get genuinely angry about really <laughs> shitty fucking practices. <laughs> Unless it's about, I don't know, Hanzo players or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, Hanzo means like the repeal of neutrality. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying no, to that, say. That, 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 even, that, that's too harsh. That's even, too Even mean. on a Hanzo players. Even on a Hanzo main. Yeah, like, you know, I might rip on them a lot, but they still kind of have souls. I mean, what they would refer to as souls, but you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, Whip, what have you been up to? Well, well. Get me out of here. Um, Everything's serious and unfunny. <laughs> so uh, I, I will. Um, I'll I'll just mention a quick thing. We did play uh, Battlefront Two, the old version, the the, pe- yeah. the one people like. <laughs> yeah, because there because obviously there was a Battlefront Two made in two thousand and five as well, which. Because naming concepts, fuck everything. <laughs> yeah, of course we're going to have two games called Battlefront Two. That's oh my god! A friend of mine messaged me the other day and was like, "Dude, I just got through this level on Thief, and it was so fucking scary and awesome and atmospheric." And I was like, "Yeah, girl, I remember. Like, I don't remember that much about the game, but like, that's like that game was so atmospheric as a kid. It was a it used lighting fantastically. It was really moody." And she kind of like was like, "Uh, I, I mean, I mean the new one." And I was like, "Oh, fuck! <laughs> I'm so old." <laughs> like, oh, I haven't played it. Is any good? <laughs> Yeah, so fucking stop that shit. It's annoying. Yeah. But yeah, the old Battlefront Two. Uh, I I think it's safe to say that a lot of the people who talk about it in these hushed tones, as it being like the greatest game ever, uh, there is a fair amount of rose tinting going on. It's <laughs> janky as fuck by today's <laughs> standards. I think everyone's guilty of that. I mean, oh, I, absolutely. I, absolutely, I could suck the dick of MGS3 all day, very happily. But Christ, there's a lot wrong with that game. Like, the controls are fucking busted. Yeah, you know, games from that era, they're, they're fairly yeah. awkward to control by today's standards. Absolutely. But uh, but I do get the why people like it so much, if nothing else, because it's it's sheer scope for a game from, you know, what, 12 years ago. Oh, don't crazy. say that. Ugh. 2005 feels like four <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I hate you. 
So it, it, it's I, I don't have the nostalgia going into it, and so I I don't quite have this this idealized like idea of it. But I do get why people like it. It's it's still pretty neat, and you can also uh, get ammo from Gonk Droids, which makes me happy. Yeah, that's that's amazing. <laughs> My favorite part was the AI. The AI <laughs> is very good. I, I like drone dance the... parties. Yeah, dr- <laughs> oh, those are, those are the cute little legs. They can go. <laughs> oh, they're sweet boys. Uh, so yeah, that's. I mean, you know, you can. I think you still pick it up pretty cheap. So mm. on Steam, and it seems to work fine. I think you have to have a patch to actually make the multiplayer work, like a third party well, patch. It's, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's a whole thing. There is a big modding community for it, so that's pretty good. I'm sure some of those would fix the kind of jankiness of running it, like in modern day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And probably Especially make such it such a well loved game. Yeah, probably make it feel more like the game that people remember. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but where's the sense of accomplishment? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, time for my. It's not bi-weekly. Fortnightly. Bi-weekly. Yeah. Bi-weekly means like twice a week or, or like once every two weeks. No, it just means twice a week. I googled yeah. it. Really? It can mean once yeah, every two I, weeks? Yeah, I fucking googled it. I'm going to google it Okay, again. you don't have to. I want to. It might really do don't have to. I was looking it up actually recently. It's just completely off topic. But it's biannually is every other year and biennially is twice a year. So the word's slightly different. So I don't, oh, know, if, I don't okay. know if it's the same for weekly. Oh, okay. But either way, fortnightly just makes it just better. Because then yes. there's no confusion. Yes. Yeah, Americans Unless you're American, don't you don't get know what that word yeah. means. <laughs> anyway, before we got bogged down in pedantry, <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> bogged down in pedantry is the name of the podcast, basically. Um, anyway, bi-weekly appearing or taking place every two weeks or twice a week. As a word, then it's fucking worthless because it can yeah. mean two things that are so different. Mm-hmm. That word means nothing anymore. Then, okay, I look, I don't control words, Matt. Okay, I'm sorry. You might think I do, but I don't. Anyway. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, the last episode of Star Trek Discovery uh, uh, came out. Um, I don't actually have any um, continuity errors. The last two episodes were actually pretty good for like general continuity mm. stuff. Oh, God, no, I remember you talking about this episode to your dad when he came over. Who's, he's, your dad's a massive Trekkie and he's refused to watch this, so you're filling him in. Oh, no, he's watched it. Oh, good, no, he hasn't watched this episode. No, he has. Discovery. He has. Really? I was talking to him about it. Okay, that's fair. Because, yeah, that was the first time I heard him actually say, swear properly in front of your youngest brother. Because he turned around and went like, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> and I was like, Jesus, Kevin, what are you doing? Because <laughs> yeah, usually he's like, oh, he, he never says anything that bad. He's like, oh, that's a bit of a shit thing. You know, so he kind of hushes it a bit. But no, he was just loud proud. What the fuck was that about? I was like, Damn. <laughs> Ooh, they're having a proper Trekkie complaint over there. <laughs> but yeah, um, without going too much into it, because again, it's Discovery. I could complain for an entire podcast Don't. about Discovery, and I'm not going to. Thank you. But slight, slight spoilers. The last episode almost feels like it's setting up for the series to become basically Voyager. And considering how Voyager went, I don't know if that's the right direction to go. But also... it. Since Voyager had a lot of potential and squandered it, then maybe this could live up to the potential. I'm being hopeful here. Oddly hopeful. And um, because what they're doing, what they're doing is the season is being split into two halves, so it's sort of two mini seasons. So okay. that with nine episodes apiece, the next nine are happening next year, early on next year. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, that's kind of it's kind of interesting, like what they they're trying to do. Um, although the level of cliche writing at the end of that last episode is outrageous. Oh, so the the episode as it goes is pretty pretty decent. There's a lot of action in it. Um, some of it makes very little sense, and they have some weird ideas about timing. Like, there's a couple of parts where they treat things... Like, for for example, they talk about, okay, they can kind of tell when a ship's cloaked. And so when a, a ship decloaks in front of them, they go, they go okay, we're going to transport someone over to them. Because when a ship decloaks in Star Trek, their shields are down for well, a that's few when seconds. You can, you can only transport someone when their shields are down. Yeah, and you can only transport someone when their shields are down. Or occasionally when the Star Trek writer forgets that's a thing. <laughs> that's yeah. fair. Which is yeah. startlingly often. <laughs> <laughs> But that's how it's supposed to go, and it's literally seconds like after the decloak happens and the shields go up. It's like a couple of seconds before that happens, so it's a really slim window. In Discovery, I think it's just because of the way they shot that scene, it made it feel like it takes about a minute. Oh. And it's like, well, then no ship would ever cloak, because then they'd be literally open to be destroyed for a minute. Like, that makes no sense. It just sounds like really piss poor pacing. It was, it was, and so that was just a bit weird. And there's another, there's another point where they they basically make out like a ship just sat around with its thumb up its ass for hours and hours and hours, whilst another ship did the journey it's about to do. It it's weird because it, occasionally just time does not flow right in the episode. Is what I'm saying. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but right at the end. Someone does the, I'm only doing this one last time. Oh. I'll do it this one last time to get us home, but that's all I'm doing. Because I'll be I'm fucking done. dead. It'll just because I don't know what will happen, So, but I'll be fine for this one last time. And you go, okay, well, this guy's fucking dead or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, then... I can't wait to tell my, uh, my new adopted kid this when I retire next week. Oh, no, they literally <laughs> do a thing where he go, where the guy goes to his partner and is like, I love you. We're going to spend, spend more time together now. We can go Fuck to the opera. Oh. And you're like, oh god, this guy's We can go to the opera so after dead. that adopted little kid we've got, like, like, and, like, my retirement party. And my, I don't know fucking what... lottery ticket I'm finally going to cash in. I don't know why I'm, I'm, like, skirting around who it is by, like, hiding the, uh, <laughs> hiding the, the gender of his partner. It's the fucking navigator, dude. <laughs> it's obvious Spoilers. what I'm talking about. Um, and you go, something bad's going to happen to him. And then, hey, guess what? You know what would have been really funny? If everything went smoothly and his, like, husband just died of a heart attack. Aha! Messing! No, no, it's messing with expectations. They were so heavy-handed with it that after they did the whole, we'll go to the opera after this, we can finally get back to being a couple. Like, after that, I was like, they're not going to do it. It's going to be fine. Because otherwise, this is the most terrible cliche writing I've ever seen. I really hope they're fine. They're not. No, this is the thing. It's like, <laughs> I just want that that speech, that one fucking speech that's in all that shit. It's like, oh, and then when I leave, we'll do all the things we never did. And we'll go <laughs> running on the beach and we'll get a corgi and call it Captain Mouth Pound. And it's going to be amazing. And then then they don't die. Yeah. And then they go get Captain Mouth Pound. The next Mouthpound. episode is just them playing on the beach. The whole yeah, episode. With, with, 
With, I would with totally watch a Star Trek episode that was just a couple of guys playing with a corgi. Yeah. I'd be totally down for that. I just I just want to look at more corgis. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing if they made a corgi a Starfleet officer? <laughs> oh, they could do, the, do such a good job. And he'd, be, he'd be a science officer. Would, would it make you happy to know that there is a video online of corgis dressed up as various Star Trek characters? Yes. That is literally uh, a thing. It's on YouTube somewhere. The closest thing Why we have. Why are we still doing this podcast? And not watching that, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there is the closest thing to a a canon Starfleet dog is. I hate you, Matt. I can't do that because he's sat at the fucking keyboard. <laughs> uh, the closest thing to that is Porthos from Enterprise. Is he a corgi? He's a beagle. Oh, which he's is pretty good. Yeah, he's but pretty good. Uh, that does uh, does actually kind of enterprise. it does actually lead into uh, so I did a, a, a Star Trek review on my side channel. You did it was very good uh, last week. I think it was. I watched it. It was great. You on, should watch it. On, uh, he hasn't got a custom URL yet. I don't think it's just Wib does stuff. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I think I, I was sure that I did set up a custom URL, but it's not working. Yeah, mm. YouTube doesn't work. Yeah, I'm, I must have, I must have screwed up. Or misremembering, or I'm stupid. Or YouTube happened. Well, one of those is the case. But I, yeah, it's a, I did a review of a, an episode of the Star Trek animated series called The Magics of Megas 2, which involves hmm. the devil. It does. Um, and sympathy for the devil. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> I've been watching through the entirety of the Star Trek animated series recently. Y- yes, I know. And it's... Yes, I know. <laughs> You're just trying to delay watching Enterprise. Yeah. I think he is, actually. <laughs> That's all I've... you've got left. Yeah, since I've finished watching Discovery and the Star Trek animated series, the only Star Trek I've got left is Enterprise. I think I'm finally going to have to bite the bullet. <sighs> okay, how about Drama and I dress up as Starfleet officers and just fucking just be twats for like half an hour a day? <laughs> Just to keep you away from Enterprise, because nobody <laughs> needs that. In fairness, I, I'm feeling... S- I, I, w- I would do that for I, you. I, I also would do that for you. I, and I, then, I, Matt, we could get a corgi, and he could oh, be the captain. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. This is happening. It's going to be It's going to be Star Trek, but with a corgi. Maybe workshop TM. the name a little bit. It, I'll, 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 I'll get the uniforms, you get the corgi, and we'll meet at Christmas and film it. Fuck, yes, dude, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm feeling... S- Ruth can be like the big Klingon evil guy. Y- yes. Because like, she'll go, hi! <laughs> and we're like, <gasps> it is Ruthuth! <laughs> the evil dictator! I really want to make this now. I know! <laughs> Kickstarter, dude, it's going to be amazing! <laughs> now I'm just imagining you know, Ruth... Just, Ruth's like five foot tall. I'm imagining Ruth playing Galron with cra- with his crazy eyes. She could do it. She, I'm sure she could do the crazy she could eyes. Warmaster Ruth can do it. <laughs> Ruth the Betrayer. But I I don't know. I am f- as much as I want to see this, and I, I will totally subscribe to your premium uh, video service to see this. Thank you. Um, Link in the description. I am I am feeling a little bit better about Enterprise for one simple reason. It's because there's a dog in it. Okay, two reasons. <laughs> Which is that I, I've i been recently watching through the entirety of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah, okay. um, I've heard bits of that as well. Uh, because apparently I kind of checked it and I was like, oh wow, I've watched all 12 seasons in the last like two months. That kind of happened to me with Breaking Bad, but I was complaining and shouting at the TV yeah. the whole fucking time. So, um, But these episodes are like 20 minutes long, so I kind of like I'd had them on in the background while I was doing things. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I've watched the entire thing. Um, but in the last season... Uh, Scott Bakula, who played Jonathan Archer in, in Enterprise, has a cameo 
where he's like a janitor and it's in a musical episode so he has a musical number about how because he says he's researching a role and he's like no my wife took all the money and he start and it's like a, it's an almost Bowie-esque song asking after Ziggy from Quantum Leap see I know I know Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap yeah about won't you leap me far away from here <laughs> Yeah. It's a sad song that he has. The thing is, what really upset me about that is that he actually played being really miserable fantastically well. And it just made me feel really bad. And I was like, look, I don't like Enterprise, dude, but I don't hold that against you. You're a cool guy. Yeah, so that that made me feel slightly better towards him, and therefore, like whenever I would see him as Archer, I'm thinking thinking of of him doing the sad musical number, and it kind of makes me... uh, It makes me feel a little bit better about him. So I might might try and, and... bite the bullet and try and get through those first um okay most of Enterprise to get to the, like the last season that's apparently pretty I don't decent. want any part of this Drama and I are going to go off and make this amazing new Star Trek series <laughs> with, with Captain Corgi <laughs> and it, and Ruth like being the big Klingon fucking murderer <laughs> who's like the big bad guy because she, she can do it she's got that intensity man yeah Anyway, Matthew, what have you been up to? Um, Hurriedly looking for Klingon costumes for my girlfriend. <laughs> Just don't go for a Discovery Klingon. Go for a t- like yeah, a for proper TNG mm. um, like DS Nine era Klingon. Yeah, no, okay. oh, I can just see her. It's like she would make such a good Klingon. God damn, I'm so salty. This isn't a thing. I'm so legitimately upset. Fuck, and then we could get a corgi. Which is like that's that's even better, and we could get a little corgi puppy because you've always wanted a corgi puppy. I do like corgis. Yeah, and we could get him a Starfleet uniform for him. <laughs> we could get him a DS Nine Starfleet uniform for him. Those are the grey shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be really cool. They are the best Starfleet mm-hmm. uniforms. We can shave his head so he looks like Cisco. Call him Benjamin, motherfucking Cisco. I don't know. Like a dog is covered in hair. You can't really give a, get a bald dog. You give him a goatee because it can be later, later era. Cisco. Well, you can, what you what I'll do is I'll get some mascara and I'll just do it on the fur on his chin. <laughs> God, Guys, I really want to fucking do this. I really want this in my life, and I'm so angry. Can I be the security officer? Uh, what like, like Wharf or Tashi Yar? Yes. Um, because one of those means you get beaten up a lot, and the other one means you die. I'd rather be beaten up a lot. Okay, so you wharf then. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but then, then she comes back as not Tasha Yar. Oh, well, oh, okay, Tasha Yar. Okay, it's like a weird alternate. Whatever. Tasha okay. Yar does come back due to a weird time thing. Then she ends up on the Enterprise B, which gets sent back in time, which then she gets captured by the Romulans, and she has a half Romulan daughter called Sela, who then it's comes the back and is like a. Yeah. Uh, it's, a whole, yeah. it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But anyway, our Star Trek series is going to be way better. Yeah. Because the captain is literally a corgi. Yeah. And then, like, we'll Sorry. be throwing ourselves around, and we'll be like, Captain, what do we do? And it'll just be like a dog sitting there going, ah. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I, I'm just going to say... Zoom in on him. I'm just going to say something quickly, because someone will pull me up on this. It's not the Enterprise B, it's the Enterprise C that Tasha Yar gets sent back on. Because someone will call me up See, about someone's that. just about press post, and they're like, oh. By someone, you mean your writer comment to yourself being angry and disappointed <laughs> at yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'll go, we'll, like, we'll edit this podcast, and I'll come in and, like, dub myself and go... And then she gets on the Enterprise... See, <laughs> overdubbed it. No, no, I'll dub it. The <laughs> Enterprise. See, it was really good. But anyway, Matthew, what the fuck have you been up to? Um, helping me write a really cool series. Yes. For fuck's sake! 
It's got a dog in. No, um, weirdly, weirdly enough. So in the last podcast, we record these on a. This is spoiler news or behind the scenes news for the people. But we record these on a Thursday, typically. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, in the last podcast between you, I can't remember who mentioned what, but one of you mentioned a Public Enemy song, and one of you Me. mentioned Rage Against Machine lyrics near the start. Well, I think it was like I think this was in the we're talking afterwards because I remember like going to the like bathroom and then start. No, I was uh, when I was listening to the podcast. That's what reminded me that one of you said it. Okay, so it was okay. in the, uh, the public make, enemy yeah. thing would have been from Star Trek Beyond because there's a public enemy song in yeah, it. Yeah, and okay. I can't remember the context for the Rage song. But weirdly enough, the day after we recorded that, I went to see Rage Against Machine and Public Enemy. Oh, nice. subliminal sort of. messaging. Sort of. Yeah, so it was like oh, this, we've never mentioned either of these things in a podcast, and then we mentioned them at the same time. And if anyone doesn't know, they formed the three instrumentalists, so not the singer from Rage. The DJ and one of the singers from Public Enemy and one of the singers from Cypress Hill have formed a supergroup. That and sounds pretty super. Honestly. Basically, because they wanted to play a few gigs because fuck Donald Trump, in essence. That's fair. Um, That's fair enough. And all three of them sing song. You know that sort of is their thing. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. protest sort of music and stuff. And they were like, you know what, we should get together and do this thing. Like and then they end Prophets up... of Rage. They're called, aren't they? Yeah, Prophets of Rage, which is yeah. obviously a reference to Rage Against the Machine, and also a Public Enemy song. And I don't know if that, if there's actually a link to Cypress Hill in the in the name. But... Well, there's vowels in it. <laughs> yes, there is vowels. In it. There are vowels in the name Cypress Hill. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I do my research before we do a podcast, <laughs> so it's not really relevant to the podcast. It's just I thought it was quite interesting that we've never mentioned either of those two bands, and then you mentioned them both the day before I go see them, which was kind of weird. Yeah, okay, how were they? They were very good. So they they were, they were formed to do. I think it was just a one off gig, and then they end up jamming together, and then they end up keep touring, and then they wrote their own album as well. So they they play oh. some Rage songs, some Public Enemy songs, and some Cypress Hill songs, and then also they've written an album together, which kind of blends the sort of music together. Nice, um, which is very good. It's all on Spotify and YouTube and all that sort of stuff. So no, like, I'm I'm gonna have to check that out because that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's a good album. And then they do good. They do covers of all the songs that you like from the other three as well. So. And it's sort of like a greatest hit set of the other three's music, plus new stuff, which is also good. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. And it's all, you know, a bit angry in your fist in the air and sort of like, fuck Donald Trump, fuck everything like this. Yeah, it's, it's quite... So far, it's, quite, it's ticking all my boxes. It's quite, it was quite satisfying. But I just thought it was a weird coincidence that you talked yeah. about the two before, because I hadn't mentioned it to you <laughs> until afterwards. Yeah. I will say one of the funniest um, things that I have ever encountered in my life was to do with Rage Against the Machine, which I think it was, um, I think it was New Year's, like, early 2000s, I happened to be out, um, out, out at New Year's Day in a club, um, Blue Note in Derby, oh, anyway, who's lived there, you know, uh, it's, it's like, is that still there? I think Blue Note's still there. I think there. it's yeah. still there. It, it stopped being like a rock club quite a while yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it. it might as well yeah. have stopped being there, let's yeah. be honest. But it, it, used to, it used to play all rock and, and punk music, so like, the, it's where I learned about bands like Cap Down, so, <laughs> you know, that, that should give you a good idea as the sort of thing that they would play sometimes. Oh, but yeah, good old days. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I remember on, on New Year's, as I think it was the first song they played as New Year's happened, and because it was absolutely packed, but it was also full of lots of people who wouldn't normally be in there. It was just the only place they could get into. And so, and <laughs> Welcome so, to our nightmare. <laughs> and so they played Killing in the Name of as like the first song after playing well, Old no, Lang Syne. as you mean to go on. And so that meant that sort of, there's all these, all these very uh, prim and proper people sitting there with a drink in their hand, Looking horrified as the entire as the rest of the entire crowd is is chanting the fuck you I won't do what you tell me flipping off the DJ. 
Oh, how dreadfully uncouth. Like, as, as then they're being, like, everyone's bouncing off, off them. They're just like, oh, oh dear, oh. Ah. It's the funniest oh, no, my shit. Prosecco. Excellent, ah. excellent. Hey, leave, leave Prosecco out of this. Don't, no, I, I have such, I'm so fucking fed of, of fucking Prosecco. I am so fucking sick of it. Literally, when we went to Matt's mum's, like, wedding... Everyone's like, oh, I can't live without me, Prosecco. And I was like, fucking Karen, you stop talking Prosecco to me. Oh, fucking God, I'm so sick of you. And they were talking about fucking, oh, yeah, having a nice Prosecco when it's, uh, in the afternoon when the husband's playing golf, you know, because I hate, I hate my husband and he hates me, but we're still together for some reason. But I love my fucking Prosecco. Okay, this is a whole separate thing, fine. <laughs> this is, this is... <laughs> the Prosecco was really just... <laughs> Just the it's igni- a trigger word. Yeah, okay. it's the igniter for a whole thing that you've got going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair I enough. should probably talk to someone about yeah. this. Probably yes. <laughs> uh, Matthew, uh, let's move us on from um, this. Uh, what else do you have to talk in about? In vaguely video game related news, or oh. uh, directly video game. I it's a video game. Um, <laughs> I finished <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh nice. Well, oh, I, fin- I finished the. Me- <laughs> it's a computer <laughs> game. It's about okay. Okay, so you had me at it. Yeah, okay, close enough. Um, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I, I say finish, like, finish the storyline and do all the, all the side quests. I haven't, like, I'm sure there's probably collectibles that I could find. But... Yeah, there's also microtransactions you need to buy, but, you know. I'm not sure if there is in the single-player game. Yeah, I think it's only in There GTA is for online. online. You can buy, ca- you can buy like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fun GTA you can buy, like, books money or whatever. Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I've not played online. Like, Dicko mentioned to me that, that I should with him. And I would do, but I, I play video games in the daytime, and then yeah. I'm busy in the evening, So and he plays yeah. in the evening, and so I don't know if that's yeah. ever going to happen. So, I needed a new game to start playing. So I've started mm-hmm. playing The Witcher. <gasps> yeah. Darling, you can come sit by me, let's talk. <laughs> so, I'd previously played, I had five, on my Steam thing, I had five hours played previously, so I had tried it yeah. before, and for whatever reason stopped five hours in and just not yeah I it don't... is a hard game like the first one is hard to get into. so yeah that's that is my question like i need some tips i've only played for a couple of hours and then that, okay and what it's part now. are you up to uh i've just um you're the first village yeah there's the, the very or just even the first you know you start off in your like keep or whatever it is care moran yeah and yeah i haven't learned any of the names yet uh, that's um, fine that's fine i'm sure i will you eventually will. <laughs> but um yeah we fought off all the people coming to attack but then the, the the mage lady with the far too inappropriate for fighting clothes. Um, Tris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that kind of, that disappears. Yeah, I, soon, I, 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 I assumed it must do. Because... The, the, the thing is, because, like, canonically, sorceresses are very vain. So it actually ties in very okay. well for them to be all kind of like, like, um, there's a I'm character. I'm sorry, the boob physics. Okay, the boob on, physics on is ridiculous. The oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah so the boob physics is weird. At one cut scene, yeah. they were like going into her body. They like sink slowly. It was as if she was lying down <laughs> and it was, she was like, I don't know. She was, they were like sinking back, but she was, she was bungee chatting. jumping. Yeah, it was a bit. Yeah. Was, yeah. Okay. The but first anyway, one is, is jank. That isn't, that isn't the point that I wanted to dwell on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just sure? at the point where I'm just collecting ingredients, so I'm only like you know half an hour, an hour in or whatever. Okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah just some general tips. I remember last time, sort of getting. I don't know if I got stuck or I got distracted, but either way, mm. I played it for a bit and then stopped. Yeah. So just any general advice for? Well, what difficulty are you playing on? Because I'd say for a first time through, go on easy. I just went on the the mid the middle one. I'd I'd recommend going on easy because the first one is aggressively dependent on potions. Yeah, well, the the options were easy. Said you didn't need potions. Hard said you definitely needed them to survive. And then so mm-hmm. I just went on the middle one. Oh no! Like on um, easy, it's like it's still a bit of a it's still a good challenge. 
Yeah. Well, um, I'll stick, uh, can you change it mid-game? Because I'm not going back I again. Don't think, I don't think well, so. But I'm, I mean, do, I'm doing it on medium then. <laughs> We've yeah. already started. It's happening. <laughs> You're half an hour in, but you've already started. You can't go back now. It's just too far. Yeah. But no, yeah. I'd say like... Cause especially because like, I'm kind of more like... Especially, I played it on easy because the game was jank. And I was like, this whole potion thing's confusing, and the gameplay is really strange. Yeah, I got, like, it was like, when, it's like, how do you want to control it, just with your mouse? And I was like, well, that must be, like, a weird option for people who used to, are used to mobile <laughs> games or something weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll play it with that. And I started playing it with the mouse and keyboard, and be like, this is really janky. <laughs> so it, I, it is. You know, when you go to but, the first-person view, and you start actually, and I was like, okay, I'll try it in the overhead view. And then you're going to swap to, like, fast like, or heavy. Yeah. Yeah, and I tried it in the overhead view, and I was like, oh, actually, this makes more sense. But then you're playing the mm. whole game with your mouse, which is really weird. What I did was, like, after the first hour or so, I got really into it, and when I booted up The Witcher 2, I was really disappointed that it didn't have the same combat. Because <laughs> okay. it just Witcher... ma- it suddenly made so much sense to me. You mean because The Witcher 2 plays like a video game? Yeah, it's just yeah, it's weird. It's so disappointing. You just use your mouse and all the fights are basically quick time events. Well, I, I, I use my mouse and my keyboard the whole way through. Okay. So yeah, it is, it is kind of like a quick time event. It is. It's a bit well, weird. yeah, you, when, you, when your pointer lights up, you yeah, click you the button. Again. Yeah. yeah. But Actually, no, what I, it always reminded me of was the... Um, Oh, what was it called? It was like the way you did critical attacks in the first Fable game. It always reminded me of that. Oh, I because that had like a thing I which completed that like twice and I can't remember. Because that had a thing where like it 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 flagged something up when when you could do like um, certain your attacks. sword glow or something. When yeah, you could do a crit yeah. or something. I might be misremembering. I it's can't been a while, remember. But yeah, that's what it always reminded me of. Regardless, but no, I get that. I get that. Because um, I only played like the first hour of The Witcher. Yeah, when we did it for a video. Yeah. I mean, I would say potion-wise, um, swallow. Oh, uh, why- um, as opposed no, to spit it out. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> fucking! I mean, surely it potions I, don't do much if you just gargle it. Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> what are you doing? I don't suggest swallowing, to be honest. But that's a whole. The potion is called swallow after the bird, you idiots! <laughs> Stop fucking with me! How dare you! Like, Raph, like, all Raph's fucking decoction, which is cool if you've got high toxicity. Uh, cat is, is always Is toxicity useful. just drunkenness? No, it's, you okay. die. Okay, right. It, it's poison, because witcher potions are poison. Okay. Because you make them with alcohol. You make them with, you make, no, alcohol's used as a potion base. Yeah. Which makes me think that toxicity is just drunkenness. That's <laughs> not quite true. <laughs> But no, no, it's it, it's literally poison. Like if you would, um, like on the first first village, you you can escort a barmaid back to her home, and I remember freaking out because she took a lot of damage. I was like, "Can I give her one of my health potions?" It's like, "No," because they'll kill her because okay. they're basically fucking poison. Which I I love the lore behind this game. It's <laughs> fucking good, and the people who made it. Okay, I'm not gonna start getting into yeah. that. But yeah, swallow potion in the mouth. <laughs> 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 always keep a cat with you. Oh, what? Swallow potion in the mouth. Always keep a cat with you. See, this sounds okay. Like so Longfang's kind... listening, and he's getting really mad right now. <laughs> that sounds like some kind of bizarre riddle. <laughs> it makes sense if you've played The Witcher. Always I'm keep a sure cat with you. Yeah, a cat potion. It means you oh, can see in the potion. dark. Okay, cool. It also means that remember like, to swallow a cat. Yeah, in yeah. the mouth. Yeah. Swallow a cat. Swallow in your a mouth. cat in the mouth. Okay. <laughs> as long as it's not that mouth you sent me a picture of earlier. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's what I've gotten you for Christmas, you bonehead. Okay. 
Just See the tit, for like, between the boobs, it's got a mouth and nose with real teeth. Just for people at home, I want one of you to describe the picture you're talking about. It's not me, I didn't bring this into the world, I'm not describing it. Okay. Um. So, earlier today, before the podcast, Snipe found an image, a .jpeg on the internet... And she is going to describe it to you. Okay, folks. So, him. Oh, it's it's really good. You'll like it. So, what it is, is... Now, I know those big fleshy kind of, like, sex toys you can get? The I'm big a- squishy ones. I'm aware, yes. Yeah, well, there's basically... You know the ones that you can get where they're just a pair of boobs? Yes. So you can put your winky in there. Give yourself a good old tit wank. Yeah, give yourself a bit, a bit of a bit, bit of a titty jangle. Yeah, yeah. So someone's it's just it's just a section of the chest with two big fleshy kind of rubbery booby jugs. Yes, right. So on these big two like fleshy booby jug yeah. kind of like section because it's ba- that's that's the base model we're going with here. They've got some uh, got some big fleshy booby jugs, and just at the top where say leading up towards the neck and the collarbones, there is just a mouth and nose, but it's upside down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a really... I don't know why they have the nose there, but I mean... Yeah, I don't think the I'm nose holes shaming. are actually functional for any I I mean, I wouldn't purpose. think so. Um, but, but, you know... The mouth? The mouth, the mouth is. has teeth. Like, there's, there's a picture of a, a gentleman, uh, like, holding open the mouth, like, like you would see uh, if you were currently undergoing dentistry. Like, you know those big things that dentists put in your mouth yeah, so you can yeah. see all your gums and everything? It looks basically like that, showing off the fact that they've got four teeth. Yep. Top and bottom. Um, in the upside-down booby jug, titty wank. Yeah, it has Squeaky. a tongue as well. It has a tongue as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'd be weird without a tongue. I mean, come yeah. on, come Or on. a nose, let's be honest. Let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen. That's the thing that exists. That's the thing that I have sent to too many friends. Yeah. Well, people who are not friends anymore. Well, after you sent them that image. Well, well, I I just was like, hey, do you think Drummer Matt would like this? And then we were like, yes, that's why we don't talk to him. Yes. <laughs> or you stop. Like I've changed my number twice. Yes. So that's the thing I saw today, Drummer Matt. What else have you been up to? Um, that's basically it. I mean, with the exception of preparing for our D and D session we had, Jeez. which oh, yes. I'll let you move on to in a sec. I've also been um, so I've had all, all my um. This leads into a question I'll talk about towards the end if we're doing some questions but absolutely so the campaign i've been running is mostly homebrew for now i mean i might end up using elements from bits of the bobs if if i fancy it later but for now it's been mostly homebrew and because you have a habit of stopping in random villages and asking what the bar person's called etc <laughs> hey i just like to get to know my environment yeah, yeah. and cool. i like the, cool. i like the environments you put together so i'm sorry for getting so invested in your really wonderful stories and characters <laughs> So um, I'm getting confused with, like, my paper notes. So I've started making... I spent most of the last couple of weeks, like, um, converting my paper notes into, like, one massive, like, um, you know, the Microsoft OneNote note collecting software program thing? Vaguely. Vaguely. You can have lots of different pages and sections, and you can put in links to other pages and sections in it. So I've got, like, a nice, basically big database of all the stuff I've written with, like... You can go to a p- t- town page, and it's got a list of all the places in there, and then you can click on those, and it'll say, oh, which people are in there, and you can click on the people, and then it'll say, oh, this person lives in this town, and you can kind of link across to everything. And, yeah, I've put in far too much time into that. <laughs> Dude, that sounds amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, it sounds pretty rad. Yeah, it's it's quite it's quite satisfying now, so I can just sort of keep on top of all of this sort of stuff. As I mean, it's obviously all written. I don't make any of it up on the spot, and then 
hastily put it into notes afterwards. No, 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 <laughs> no. You, you've written it. You, you write everything. Before yeah, yeah. It's an entirely realised world full of a full population of people that you know everything about all of their motivations, their dreams. Yeah. Their dark, dirty their, pref- their preferred sexual position. You know, you know it all. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So oh, yeah, all the hence why I need like, some sort of electronic lookup service for it. Yeah. So, yeah, but that, no, I've been doing that, which is... It's been weirdly satisfying, actually, to be honest. <laughs> Yay! No, I I I'm that. glad, because that, that's like... Oh my god, that is so up my alley. I love it. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to be asking about every fucking NPC. Like, walking down the street, who the fuck's that, then? What's their last name? What are their hopes and dreams? What do they give up on? <laughs> I hope you stop asking good questions, to be honest. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's basically taken up my whole two weeks, pretty much. Hmm. Um, so, Snipe... What have you been up yes. to? Oh, well, I've been writing a detailed itinerary of every NPC I'm encountering in your, your campaign. Uh, what they're like, what their eye colour is. <laughs> I kind of wish I had now, but I am the only one of the party who takes, who basically does like battle reports. Yeah. Yeah. Like after, which I, I'm, I'm quite pleased with. Um, but no, we'll talk about D&D in a moment. What have I been up to? Well, I've been playing a shit ton of Sniper Elite 4 with a mate. Yeah, cool. Yes. I just bought I just bought Sniper Elite three actually because it's on it's on sale at the moment. Uh, nice, yeah. Because yeah, you played through Sniper Elite three a couple of months back, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, did, I, yeah. I played the second one and I really enjoyed it. That's a long time yeah, ago, I, but I've I haven't the second one's the only one I haven't played. Uh, I played the first yeah, one. Have. have I? We, it's one of the first videos we ever made for the channel. That's, oh no, that's like that's, that's Sniper Elite V two. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't stupid ass naming conventions. Just get good. What <laughs> having a two in it? V two, as in V two rockets. Yeah, because it was it was about. It throws the, me. And it was also the second. Game. I know it's about the war in Germany. It is yes. <laughs> you remember that dumb joke, but you don't remember playing the game. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> Fuck if I know. But yeah, I played everyone but the first one. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, the second one was good. Third one, I like what they did. Fourth one, I think they've... I, I really like how they've kind of made everything a lot more... Make a lot more sense. So, like, little things like now you can, um... You can adjust for distance. Like, physically. On your rifle, which I don't think you could do in the third one. But it has been at least a week since I played it. <laughs> But no, like, oh, I'll have to play through with you because it is a lot of fun. Because uh, our, our, our dear friend Longfang bought me basically both of them. Yeah. And yeah, I've been playing playing through Sniper Elite. I played with three with him and, and four with him now. Yeah. And honestly, didn't realise they were cooperative. So yeah, you can do cooperative story missions. Excellent. Um, it's oh, it's fantastic. no one does cooperative really story it. missions anymore. Yeah, That's I amazing. know. It's not something you do. You really get, and it's like. I really like um, I really like Sniper Elite for for that kind of thing because you can fuck around and one of you will be running around with a fucking rocket launcher and just being a wanker. It's me basically <laughs> <laughs> tripping over your own fucking feet and just alerting the entire fucking compound to your presence. You know. For, okay, that happened like once. Stop fucking hopping on that. But yeah. And it's it's a lot of fun because you get the, like the tactics going when I've stopped falling down the stairs and just being a twat. And, like, got a lot... Unfortunately, the only problem I have with it is that there is a lot of DLC. Uh, yeah. A lot of DLC weapons, so it's like, I'd say, if you want to get Sniper Elite 4, wait until it's in, a, like, the complete edition is in the sale or something. Or, like, the season pass is well, cheap. How mo- how worthwhile is the DLC? You've got, like, three big missions. Every mission in Sniper Elite 4, at least, 
lasts about an hour. Some last a little bit longer, some about 40 minutes. Yeah. But they last about an hour. Um, so they're pretty sizable. Like You get like three ones, you buy them individually, and then you've got the, you know, eliminate Hitler one. Because yeah. you always need that in a Sniper League game. How much replay value is there in a mission, and how much do these DLC missions cost? I can't remember, because I was bought the season pass as well. Okay. <laughs> um... But I don't, I don't know how much. I just know that a weapon pack with like three weapons, which would be a rifle, a secondary weapon, and a, and a like a, a sidearm, will cost you about three pounds. Yeah, that's taking which the piss is, a bit. That's taking the piss. It really mm. is. So which, I, I could buy like three games for that. Yeah, really. not good. You're not necessarily not good, good ones, ones but no. But like, I would say wait until because when I got Sniper Elite Three, it was basically just that and all of the DLC, <laughs> and that's a full game. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, this is for three as well as four? Yeah, three's yeah. pretty bad with DLC as well. Okay, because I just bought it, like, last night, but I didn't get the DLC, because it was, like, season pass. I was like, well, automatically no, because fuck off. Well, that's the thing, like, half, like, fucking so much content is, like, a lot of weapons, like, um, I fell in love with the Ross Mark Three in Sniper Elite 4, and it was like, well, this is a DLC weapon. Like, okay, that's kind of shit, because, like, um, uh, my mate... He would pick up a rifle you just find in the game and let me try out the DLC weapons. Uh-huh. See how I liked him. And yet, like, the Ross has got, like, the best zoom in the game. <laughs> and that's what I wanted. That's, that's, I'm, I'm a long distance sniper. I like sniping from a fucking long way away. And having something that can only zoom in, like, a third of what that can was really fucking annoying. It's, you see, I'd, I kind of get it if they had, like, Almost novelty weapons, like as DLC like weapons. The, the fucking penetrator from Saints Row. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like novelty. So, uh, that wouldn't bother me so much. But like weapons that actually have like legit proper uses. And there's that's... multiplayer as well. So yeah, that's yeah. It's a it's bit... a bit shitty. Yeah, it's very shitty. Also, there's um, uh, this is cosmetic again. But you get uh, you get weapon skins and the weapon packs as well. Mm. So you get like knight skins or whatever. Um, but. You can also get character skins. So once you've completed a mission, you can go back and play as a custom character. Yeah. Which is fun, because you get, you get women. You get lady snipers. Oh, cool. Like, there's, a, there's a character in the game um, who you can play as, like, just after you've unlocked... After you've completed the game, you can just play as her. Yeah. Like, you can play as, like, a few other characters, like, in, in the story mission. Like, from the, from the story missions. But, like, you get, um... Uh, on the DLC, you get, like... You usually get, like, two... So there's like two night, ca- like British night camo people. And there's a man and a woman. You get two winter camo, which is a woman and a man as well. And it's like I really like that. I like being able to play as a woman. It's it's cool, you know. Mm. I get to get to run around and be like, yeah, I'm a lady, and I'm also playing as a lady, and that makes me feel good. <laughs> and all I also kind of like because there's there's a really nice uh, mission. I think it's a DLC one where it's like a dockyard in the snow. And I, obviously, I had to put my, my snow camo DLC lady on and my <laughs> snow camo rifle, like thing, because I took the uh, like one that actually had a snow thing. <laughs> Instead Does of, the camo actually affect no, anything, or is it purely it's, aesthetic? It's purely aesthetic. Okay, it, but it's it, yeah, it's it's fun to kind of pretend. Yeah, just like, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend that this camo means fucking anything. Pretend and, you've got a high camo index. And all yeah, that. I I did take snow camo on an urban mission because fuck everything I don't care. <laughs> And yeah, it's just just fun. But yeah, like seriously, wait until it's you can get like all of it in one because it it is has been chopped up pretty bad. Okay, I have to keep an eye out because yeah, like I said, I bought the 
base game for three last night. So yeah. I don't know if the DLC is on sale as well. Or I knew the. Well, I mean, it, you can return was... it if you want. Oh yeah, maybe I could. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll, look, I'll have you... to look into it. Yeah, I've got a pretty yeah. good sale on Steam at the moment. I presume. Yeah, the autumn Friday. sales up. So well, the winter sale or fucking whatever. Yeah. So I got a couple. It's of November, days. so it's probably the winter one. Uh, it, could, <laughs> it could be either. We just don't know. But yeah, that's uh, I played a bit of uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider as well. Not too much. We did it for a video last week. Yeah. Or two weeks ago, when this comes out. And yeah, I like it. Uh, it's more of the same, which is not really that much of an issue. Mm. Uh, it did. I, I did do my first optional tomb today, which oh. is actually really fucking cool. Uh, like, because you have to go through... Because it's, it's all snowy and icy and all that. And you do like the snow and the ice. I do like the snow and the ice. And you walk through like this cave and you come up to this big drop in the middle of this just solid ice cave. And there's just a ship, this huge fucking ship hanging nose down into the abyss, just frozen into the fucking wall. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good, that is. So it's like, oh, this is an optional tomb. I'm like, well, I'm going there. Because, <laughs> you know, the, like in the first one, it was like, um, ugh, in the first new fucking stop doing this. <laughs> In Tomb Raider, the new one, but not the newest one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you get to the end of an optional tomb and you get like, um, you get like, uh, a loo- weapon a loot upgrades. Box. Yeah, you get a loot box, which you get to open on the beaches of Normandy. And you then know, you unlock Kylo Ren. And then you unlock Kylo Ren, but only after about 800,000 hours, but. And yeah, and let's say, like, they've just done the same again. And I got like, fancy archery technique so I can fire two arrows in quick succession now and it's like oh, that's pretty cool um, I also it made me fight a fucking bear Ooh. which I wasn't very happy about I had to make poison arrows oh. and poison the bear and the first few times I did it it just came out and just beat me to fucking death pretty much instantly and I mean, it's like this is that's fair enough really to be honest I mean that's that's fair but I'm like it gives you this really tiny like <clears throat> area to fight a fucking bear in. And I was looking around, it's like there's little um, branches, which I thought, well, I'll just hop up on one of those. No, you just do a swing on them. And it's like, okay, so I'm doing swinging on branches. That's fucking stupid. So after the third time of trying to do it the game's way, I thought, fuck it. And I ran out, I, I smogged cloud the bear with my poison arrow. And I ran out the little clearing, and I just hung off a tree in the middle of, like, the main hub, at, like, near the, the first camp you get to. And I was like, you gotta come to me, Mama Bear, I don't give a fuck. She knocked me the fuck out of a tree. Which is fair, <laughs> I was being cheeky. But then I got up in a different tree, and she, her pathing wouldn't allow her to jump down from the, <laughs> from the ledge, so I just, I just pelted her to death with a bunch of arrows. Mm-hmm. Just as nature intended. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I, I'm enjoying that. That's fine. Very pretty game, which I'm sure everyone will be shocked that I've come out with such a controversial yeah. opinion about Rise of the Tomb Raider. So so you guys like the Tomb Raider games? The newer ones, yeah, they're fine. I mean, the yeah, first one... But aren't they, like, basically based off Uncharted, and you didn't like Uncharted? I didn't like Uncharted because it's a fucking... It's a PlayStation game. You see, I'm, I... wanted I... that to be on the computer so I could fucking aim guns. Okay, oh, I'm yeah, not... Fair, 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 yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm <laughs> not the biggest... Thank you for retracting that sass. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of the new Tomb Raider. I, it's fine. Like, I don't have a problem with it, but it's not a game I've ever bothered to I mean, I, I wouldn't consider but... it my favourite game, but it's, it's a decent game, yeah. Yeah, but I will say, uh, the thing that makes it different from Uncharted is that in the combat, I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, no. 
because um, I really hate the combat in Uncharted. I think maybe because we're predominantly PC gamers that the combat just feels a hundred times worse to us. Oh no, I just hate the way, it, um, or at least because I, I mean the only Uncharted I've ever put, put any time into is the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that has a real habit of making you fight a billion dudes at once with very little ammo. Well, and yeah, because Nathan Drake has the biggest wurness. And I just found something really tedious about that combat, whereas I never found that with um, Tomb Raider from yeah. what little I played. Okay, but, fair enough. No, I mean like, but it's definitely heavily influenced by oh, Uncharted painfully. that's true well, yeah. I, okay so Tomb Raider is heavily influenced by Uncharted is it is well, it okay. is it fucking really <laughs> the new Tomb you know, I'm Raider sick of, I'm sick of I'm fucking sick of Indiana Jones ripping off the Uncharted series like we get it okay Nathan Drake's cool Fuck's you sake. know what I mean the new Tomb Raiders took a lot of inspiration from Uncharted which in itself took inspiration from the original Tomb Raider games which in itself, like, was ripped off thoroughly by Indiana Jones. Well, yes, of course. Because that was pretty shameless, actually. Yeah, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, that was... Yeah, and you know that, that bit was, where that the guy's doing the, yeah. the thing with the knives and Indiana Jones just shoots him? They stole that from Batman. Yeah. The 1989 Batman. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It was Batman Returns, but... No, it wasn't. It was both, I think, actually. Possibly. <laughs> I, think, twice. I think they did that joke in basically every of the old Batmans, honestly. Because yeah. I remember them doing it in Batman Forever as well. Do you remember the extendo dick crusher that he had in the first one? Yeah. Whereas, like, the guy's like doing that and he does a flying kick and he's just like, Aha, I have the extendo ball smasher. And he just fucking punts him in the balls. And the guy's yes. like, well, I guess I'll just die. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, apart from that, I've not been doing anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no, I have been watching BoJack Horseman. Nice. Again, or have you not finished no, it? No, I finished, I finished it now. Oh, I didn't realise uh, The most recent series. It. No, yeah, finished, finished the most recent series. Um. Oh. My. <laughs> fucking. God. Yep. Jesus. Isn't it good? Yes. It goes places. See, like, BoJack Horseman has always been very kind of, it has those moments of just being so supremely close to the fucking bone. Yeah. We're, and then you stop, by, sit back and go, we're watching a fucking cartoon about <laughs> yeah. talking animals. Yeah, I know. Who have relationship with people. <laughs> yeah. And their baby's like, I was like, how does that even work? It's, oh no, sometimes if, if, it's a, one if, if the a dog person and a person person, you know, have babies, sometimes there'll be dog babies, sometimes there'll be human babies. That's just how mm-hmm. that works. I'm kind of glad that they at least cleared that narrative loophole <laughs> up, so yeah. I wasn't sitting there wondering where all the weird horse-human hybrids are supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, but yeah, like episode eleven especially um, shocked me to my fucking. Which one was eleven? I can't. I, it was, I watched it when it first came out, which is a little while ago. That's the one around his mother. Oh yes. Oh yeah, I remember. Jesus fucking Christ! Not only was that one of the most painful like experiences I've had. It was so fantastically fucking written. Oh my goodness. That kind of, yeah, that, like, and there was the one before that that was basically about depression, which just, that was just depression. Uh, I think it's like episode five or I six. I can't remember, but yeah. Where it's, mo- where a lot of it occurs within Bojack's head, and it's, and it's his, like, internal model, oh, uh, internal, yeah, like, yeah. like, how he talks to himself, his internal dialogue. That's, yeah. And yeah, mm. tearing himself apart all of the time. Yeah. It's just, whoa, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a very good show. <laughs> Fucking hell, Bojack. Yeah. 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 It's like, I was, I was saying to my mate earlier, it's like, a lot of, 
a lot of like storytellers will try and they'll be like, okay, how how can I make this more horrible? Oh, I know, I'll throw and they'll throw in something really cheap and like it'll just be out of nowhere. And it it's it's really tacky. You can tell it's just thrown in there so it makes the situation a little bit more horrible. Whereas with Bojack, it's like, oh no, this is meticulously planned, <laughs> and it it's so well so fantastically pulled off. It doesn't feel like nastiness just for nastiness' sakes. It feels like this is genuinely telling a story with these characters who are genuinely just this fucking miserable. And like, it actually got me kind of feeling bad for his mother. For a couple of seconds. For a few seconds, yeah. For a yeah. few seconds. But no, like, it's like, oh my god, this the relationship with, with Bojack's parents is something, like, really close to the bone for me personally. I'm gonna get really dark on you now. I didn't have the best childhood, and a lot of that kind of nasty, low-grade thing in the background, like, I, I, I would say that, because in this episode you see a lot of Bojack's mother's father, and you see a lot more about Bojack's father, and just those two fathers. Like, there are some elements there that are just like, I'm sitting there going, people who have written this have experienced this. Because no one else could get that that on the fucking head. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it is so fucking raw. And I'm glad it's out there, because other people will go, hey, look, this this freshen episode. Oh my god. Somebody out there gets it. Yeah. And it's going to make them feel... It's probably going to make them feel a bit shitty, because it's like, hey, remember how you have depression and this is what your brain sounds like all day? But it's also kind of, like, validating in a totally, strange yeah. way. And it's like, hey, look, there are other people out there who have depression. There are other people out there who've had a shitty upbringing. There are people out there who have had really bad, really horrible lives. And now they're writing a really very cleverly written show. And they've made it. They're doing mm. well. They are functional people, for whatever that's worth. And it's kind of... It's quite a positive I'm taking away from that, I guess. Oh, that's good. But no... It was good. It's very good. Miserable, but it was good. Oh, I did like how it ended. It was nice that the ending wasn't like the ending of the last season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a bit grim. But no, I liked it. I can't recommend it if you want a bit of a roller coaster ride of holy fuck <laughs> and laughing at, at when the parrots just flap their arms, they can fly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the clown dentists. <laughs> That's the thing. This, this show is the goes, same show. I don't know. How, how does it go from like? Because this is like in the same bunch of episodes yeah. you're having where they're talking about about like actual severe parental abuse over the course of multiple generations yes. and relationships falling apart where everyone involved loves each other, but it's still it's still all going wrong. And Whilst then you also get clown dentists, clown dentists <laughs> in the, in the woods motivating people to run, and because they will bite you, and then you just like, well, I guess that'll stop me from making excuses and, and someone, actually get some exercise. Someone running as a governor and causing their uh, their opponent to have his hands crushed and be replaced with chimp feet or lobster claws <laughs> or lobster claws or the hands of a mime murderer. <laughs> Like it's th- the funny thing is this is pretty seamless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unlike the you know the reattached lobster claws. Yeah. yeah well. Yeah. 
But yeah, so yeah, Bojack, pretty good, pretty good. We should probably lighten the mood now. <laughs> talk about D and D. Let's talk about D and D. That's yeah. why everyone tunes in for anyway. And it's a lot more fun. Yeah, they just skip to this point anyway. Yeah, yeah. that's. We should that's probably just fine. put a timestamp of go. Here's the part you want to listen to. Yeah. That's fine. As as long as there are some things I say that might make people happy, I don't care. <laughs> uh, I'm just being self-deprecating. Don't worry. Okay, that's fine. So, John, but do you would you like to start us off with our uh, little adventure? We played D and D. Yes, we did. Thank you for listening to the Misanthropod. <laughs> I've been sniped. <laughs> that was terrible. Do it better. Um, yeah, we had a fun D and D session. We haven't had one for a while, so yeah, like like shit, like just family family emergencies. Yeah, and, and scheduling getting in the way. Yep. Um, so the last episode, which I presume we spoke about, was all manner of talking to people and setting stuff up, basically, mm-hmm. and then one token fight at the end. One token fight. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Um, this one was just a bit of a slog of a fight. Like, go and go somewhere and fight this thing, basically. Well, well um, it's because you kind of, you've been busting your balls dealing with me yeah. being a massive douche and, and just quizzing you about everything. Well, it's not just you. No, like, no, no. It's... I'd like to think I'm probably the worst, which is why Drama Matt hates me the most. Okay. He's not saying not, that. <laughs> I was trying to, but I was yawning. I was like, I need to say something, but I can't because I'm yawning. None, See, of look, that is, none of that is true. Okay. Okay. Self-deprecating humour. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was a bit of a fight. Uh, that was all we were really doing, mm-hmm. was, was having, having a, a couple of uh, little encounters. Yeah, so leading on from our story, uh, my character, Nathan... Is uh, he's got to go and get some spell reagents for uh, a mysterious figure called Alvingham that's promising that uh, he knows how to help Nathan out of his particular predicament, which he hasn't stated what. Uh, so we go decide to, between Umberhulk's saliva and troll blood, we choose. Conveniently enough, the two ingredients you need are a level appropriate to the level you guys currently are at. Which that is, is so weird. weird yeah. I mean, it's lucky. Fucking lucky. It's a good job we didn't need, like, Tarask jizz or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, okay. Don't give right. him ideas. We need the eyelash of a startled Tarask. <laughs> oh, shit. A beholder's foreskin. <laughs> Do beholders have dicks? It's just one of the eye stalks, it's dick. Yes. What kind of laser does that shoot? Does that eye stalk still have an eyeball at the end of it? Yes. No. It's yes. dick stalk still has an eyeball at the end. Okay. Stop it. <laughs> no, stop, because I just realised, because every, every, every like, eye stalk of a, uh, a beholder does a different thing. The dick is the one that stops you. If it's looking at you, you can't cast spells. <laughs> because you, it feels You've got, You can't do anything with your hands. <laughs> Because you've got to sit on them. Yeah. <laughs> get someone else to sit on your hands, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, we had to go get these reagents. We were going, we, we went to the um, the lagoon, um, to the left of the, the, the town we're staying in, just for the uh, the duration, uh, to go get some troll blood, which was, we, we did pretty well. We, I mean, we haven't encountered the, the trolls yet. Trolls yet but... We haven't got to the trolls yet, we've had two pretty pretty vicious fights, but yeah, we, we, uh, we well, meander over. The fight wasn't vicious. No, it was for the fucking bugbears. Yeah. Ooh, they got ruined. So we we came out into a clearing, 
Um, and part of me, part of me was wondering if you just brought us out into a clearing and gave us like a grid-based thing <laughs> just to see what we'd do if there was nothing there. So we'd like really that carefully... is tempting, but it would spend still half a session just venturing to the other side. And I was like, mm, yeah, we we don't usually yeah. get much done in the time we've got. I mean, we have like yeah. five or six hours, but we still don't get that much. We done. don't yeah. get much, much done because we're all kind of fine. sitting there. It is... Well, like fuck. As I've said before, I've... that's exactly that's entirely fine. Like I'm not yeah. having to go at that at all. Mm. But so, I think it will be taking the piss a bit just to trick you by putting a blank grid in just to see how slowly you walk across it. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. <laughs> so we get to this clearing and immediately alarm bells are ringing because we're one of those parties that is massively suspicious to the point of inactivity. Um, Nathan catches something out of the corner of his eye and is immediately very paranoid, so we send our rogue up um, like to, to have a scout head. And she manages to sneak up up this hill and behind this kind of like little chip down kind of like wall. And she sees four or five bugbears lying on their bellies watching the clearing intently. Classic ambush scenario. Yeah. So she turns around and she telepathically communicates to Nathan, to my character, that there's an ambush and oh noes, we should probably fuck all the dudes up. So we kind of plot like for the first time ever we actually decide to use tactics and strategy yeah which is a new thing for us but we're giving it a shot yeah (laughs) so we we're like okay so johnny webb's character sneaks up behind because two melees up front and sora and i will pelt them with spells from from the clearing nathan creates an illusion that looks exactly like Johnny's grandmother. <laughs> Coincidentally. Coincidentally. <laughs> Are you suggesting all Lady Dwarfs look the same? No, I just basically, like, because Nathan was like, uh, I'll make a dwarf because it has to be five foot, like, maximum height and, and width, like a five foot cube. So what would what kind of ambushable person would be in that? I a like dwarf. because it's like a really basic illusion that it was probably walking like it's from like a nineteen eighties arcade game. I believe it was. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah, like, I, there's I, two I don't frames think, of animation. Like, minor illusion is meant is meant to conjure like solid objects. I'm not sure if it's meant to be mm. used for dwarves. I'm not either, so, but So it was definitely not yeah. the most convincing dwarf. But No. But so so Nathan was like, I'll guess I'll make a lady dwarf and sh- uh, and Johnny's the only dwarf I currently know, uh, so it was basically just a female Johnny, which looks like his, his nan. Yeah. So the illusion wanders out, because it's only got a range of 30 feet, so it gets to 30 feet and then is like, just kind of stands there still. And they're like, yeah, let's... In my head, still do it walking, but just walked into an invisible wall, basically. Yes. <laughs> so the bugbears, not realising that this is such an obvious fucking decoy, are like, yeah, let's go get them. Talus and Johnny jump the bugbears. Instantly murder one of Inst- them. You guys evaporate one of them. They vap- like they vaporize this guy on the spot. Sora and I are basically... We are so far away, nothing can touch us this whole time. We're, we're ha- we are having such a fucking laugh down there. Just talking about, like, wouldn't it be great if we had some wine? Just pelting spells up over the hill, just not giving a fuck. Which I'm sure made everyone else in the party super happy with us. <laughs> Especially, like, I don't think the bugbears liked it either, because after a few rounds of us just pelting them with brutal, horrifying spells, Sora chucking acid arrows at them, which basically immediately melted one of them, one of them jumps the uh, the fence and decides to just run the fuck down and just behead Nathan. Which is, you know, that he has that effect on people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so this bugbear is running, and oh, I can't remember exactly how he goes, but if I remember rightly, he runs towards you, and um, we, like Nathan immediately starts panicking because that's just what he does. Uh, Sora um, ends up, I think, incinerating him with uh, the ga- like geyser of flame that she can. Oh shit! Yeah, like, she just, she just vaporizes the guy. So just he's about to swing for me. Oh wait, no! Does, doesn't he actually hit me? I think he does. I think he, does he take hits a swing me, and he hits, he hits me hard. I think he throws a javelin at you. Actually. Oh yeah he, yeah, he fucking like spears me, and then by the time he gets to me, he like just is about to raise his axe to like murder me. He just dies from his wounds. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, see that? That was all me. I helped. <laughs> I'm so good. So the first combat actually goes pretty smoothly. We, um, we used tactics. We we got a bit of teamwork yeah, we going actually, on there. We actually managed to pull off uh, an ambush, a of counter some, ambush of some. Ve- yeah, we ambushed the ambush. Yes. Um, so that kind of worked out well. Um, we then move along and we encounter a group of gnolls. I think they were. They, they were gnolls. Yeah. Yes. Like angry uh, dogmen um, on the road who just eviscerated a deer. Mm-hmm. And I think buoyed by our. A strategy before we just stopped giving a fuck and didn't care. Uh, we decided to try something <laughs> a little bit stupider. <laughs> okay, no, I, I, seeing this was mainly my idea, so I, I defy it being called stupid. Oh no, I think I think it was a fairly um, collaborative effort to pull this stupid idea together. Okay, so I th- uh, so like we all quickly we all hide in the bushes because this this group of gnolls hasn't noticed us yet. And we're because one of us passes a, a kind of perception. We realise that the wind is flowing like from us down to the gnolls. Yeah, so it was we, me actually that got it. I'm yeah. like, yeah, by the way, we're like <laughs> we're standing up wind. We we've got to hurry. Yeah, we need to figure this out. So what happens is I step out, uh, and I remember I have a flask of endless water that can erupt a geyser of water, and it can be fresh either, or salt water. Fresh or salt water. So. I step out with the the guys uh, with the um. Oh yeah, and you say something. I wrote this down. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, with with the decanter of endless water in hand, mm. and shout, "Hey, fuckos! Have you ever eaten a dwarven asshole?" <laughs> yes. Which gathers <laughs> that does that catches their attention. Um, and then suddenly I've got five or was it five or six gnolls five. running six, at me? I think five. And then there was a captain. Well, basically like a big big daddy angry gnoll. Yeah, as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they all start running at me, slavering at the jaws. So I let forth a geyser of 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 salt water at them, which. I think cause it does stun a couple of them. I think it, there is like a couple a of them are knocked effect. down. It knocks, yeah. them, knocks them prone. Yeah, yeah. And does a, a minor amount of damage to a couple of them. And then Sora, because um, she's a dragonborn and has electric breath, real lightning, um, casts lightning on them while they're all soaked. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's. I think that was a good idea for an opening gamble. That's a good. That's a good risk to start with. Like it was. It was an interesting way to start it rather than just, you know, sneaking up on them and Blair. and stabbing one of them yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I think it was a fun thing to do. I think if there's anything our group is guilty of, it's always trying to take combat in a weird fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> but so we do that. So we do that and combat's obviously started. Everyone erupts from the bushes. Apart from Nathan. Apart from but, Nathan. But Sora and I hang out in the bushes for like a couple more rounds and then yeah. she leaves me. Well, she yeah. leaves me spectacularly. <laughs> yeah. Because... So there's there's a couple of highlights. So you know, combat goes down. I I pop my rage boner um, because, that barbarians yeah. can do to make them harder to hurt, which was a good thing because the 
um, Noll captain or whatever it's called. The um, boss Noll. The boss Noll um, decided to really try and take all of my health. Um, yep. Which is good because I have like half damage reduction on most things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got the most hit points. And I've got, yeah, I've got like twice the hit points of everyone. So. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone else has been hit how I was hit, they'd be fucking dead. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we start, you know, we get into the, get into the fight. Um, now, we, we kind of point out, um, like, because we still have a troll to fight after yeah, this. Yeah, so we've been through two fights. We've already used up one short rest and it, we don't want to use too many because then we'll be basically setting ourselves up for like an ambush. Yeah, and, and more importantly, we'll have, like because you get your spells get my, back on a short rest yeah. being a warlock, whereas yeah. the wizard doesn't. No, she doesn't. So, well, she's trying not to use any of her big spells because she can only cast so many per day. Yeah, and she needs a long rest. So, so um, she decided to not use spells and just go up and twat <laughs> one of the gnolls on the head with her staff. Yeah, she, yeah. she, she literally she, just so, and she is like, stands up from the bushes and she bolts out into the fray, like. <laughs> marches up behind a knoll that's engaged in combat with Johnny and, and Talus and just picks up a quarterstaff and <laughs> boop, right in the fucking head. Yeah. And then he turns round in shock and horror and surprise at this fucking dragonborn nerd who's just emerged from the bushes and thwacked him with a cane. And she points at him and she goes, Naughty boy! <laughs> the yeah. knoll is obviously very surprised by this. And we are also very... We're like, yeah. honey, what? No. So, like, Nathan's just, like, watching on in horror, as as I assume everyone who isn't Sora is also doing. Yeah, me included. Knowing how hard... <laughs> yes. Me, knowing how hard they hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how, knowing how squishy and unarmoured she is. Yep. So, that's how she spends the rest of the combat. Yeah, she just keeps twatting this fucking knoll on the head with her cane. She gives no fucks. Yeah, I mean, and it's working. I mean, she does get kind of chewed to pieces. She she does, but at the same time, the okay, knoll is dead at the end of she it. She killed that knoll. She hit it so hard in the head, it killed the fucking thing. <laughs> like she literally just like thwack, and it was like dead. Like what? This oh my yeah. This should not have worked. This should, I was angry it worked, but I was also thoroughly relieved. But then after. After after that, because Snipe here had got an idea stuck in her head and she wanted to use it the yes, whole fight, and I then did. finally the opportunity came up. So from the very beginning of the fight, I was threatening to just use my... Warlocks have like a telepathy, so you can kind of talk into a creature's head, provided that they can understand any language, you can, you can communicate with them. And I, I was like, I want to convince one of the gnolls that I'm their god. And give them a command to fucking leave. This is going to be very difficult to do, as you might assume. And but no, I, I threatened to do it first off, and couldn't really do it, so I, I had to use like one of my normal spells or fucking whatever, you know, some some boring shit like that. The the round finally comes where I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. So I make sure I I take I use I use a luck point because my character has that that uh, what is it called? It's a, a trait. A feat. A feat, yeah. yeah. Well, you so, don't have to... You, 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 you roll first. You can use, you choose to use your luck after you've rolled. So you didn't necessarily say you were going to use luck to start I with. chose... Yeah, I chose beforehand. Okay, right. So I rolled to telepathically convince one of the gnolls. I, think was, I, I picked... Because the, 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 the boss gnoll had been killed by me. Yeah, I, I you, nearly you, chopped him in half. You nearly <laughs> cut him in, t- in two, yeah. But I, I was like, I want, I want the strongest looking one. The one that had... 
basically what Lathan would assume is the least injured, or at least from, from his vantage point of fapping in the bushes. And I was like, okay, I'm going to tell him that I'm their god, and I've com- I command them to leave because these people are horrifyingly scary murderers and they're going to kill him. First roll, I get a one. And I'm like, aha. But I use a luck point. Next roll, fucking nat 20. <laughs> Natural <laughs> fucking 20. This is my proudest moment in D&D so far. Mainly because, drama, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I keep trying shit like this. And fair enough, drama won't let me have it. Because that would be insanely difficult to convince someone to just fuck off. <laughs> like mid-fight or before a fight begins. Very, very difficult. So it's completely yeah. fine. And honestly, this knoll, like, the way you described it, it was gorgeous. It was like, the knoll kind of, like, suddenly, like, it looks like lightning struck it. It's, it's frantic, it grips onto its weapon, it starts, it starts freaking out. It throws its weapon, not particularly Yeah, but what did you say in its head? Oh, I don't know. I just kind of barked a bunch of, I am your god, you need to run now. These it was people like, are me bad. am your god, <laughs> you need to run away now. These people kill you very bad. Yeah. Because it's a novel, it's hey, not particularly it, smart. It convinced the damn thing, <laughs> and it fucking runs. It literally, it, it throws its weapon at, at Johnny, and it fucking turntails, and it bolts like fucking Satan was chasing it. And, like, that means it gets three attacks of opportunity against it, because it's in direct contact with, like, the rest of the party. <laughs> Two of the guys, like, Johnny and Sora, miss. Because Sora was just going to hit it in the fucking head with a cane anyway. Talus basically d- just removes all of its internal organs. It like as as it goes past, she fucking needles this bastard. It takes it another like ten paces to realize that maybe half of its innards shouldn't be out of its body, <laughs> and it looks down and it's just it just collapses. It's fucking gone. This makes Nathan feel like he has the biggest dick in the universe, <laughs> and seeing Sora walk out there and literally kill a knoll with a stick, he gets he oh he strides out of the bushes. And just goes, Johnny, give me an axe! To which Johnny's like, fucking, okay. Go so, get yourself killed. So I throw you one of my hand axes. Because which... I'm a barbarian, so I of course have three axes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? So Nathan, Nathan botches his decks to catch it a little bit, so he kind of can't quite get it, because there's one null left. And he's like, yeah, he runs up to it, like, jumps with this in the air, and slams down on it. And misses fucking terribly. <laughs> Fuck, he misses so bad. And fuck it, what was it you turned around at the fucking table and said, like, you, he turned to drummer Matt and said, is a sigh a free action? <laughs> like, and my brother's like, yes, it is. And he turns around and goes, Johnny goes, <sighs> and then goes in and swings his axe. Johnny misses <laughs> with his fucking axe. I turn around to drummer Matt and go, is it a free action to sigh? <laughs> Nathan then goes, <sighs> and then Talus comes in and sweeps it up, basically, and just fucking nukes him. <laughs> so that was a very fun end to a fucking stupid round of combat. Yeah. Like, so I'm not even sure how, because all we did was have two rounds of combat. I don't know how it lasted as long as it did. I think it's because we were too busy fucking about and just being twats in the corner and quipping at each other. I think that was probably, if we'd have just fought the things 
especially in that second fight, if we'd have just fought them normally, yeah. and didn't try and douse them in water, or hit but them with sticks, the or convince the them of their identity. Hey, I, did, did, I didn't try, I fucking succeeded. <laughs> or throwing, or, or whiffing attacks with axes, then I think we would have probably got uh, got them out of the way like pretty quickly, but... Yeah. But yeah, um, I think there's a lot of fucking around because when you guys were going up, Sora and I were like talking, like because you ca- you came, you snuck back to tell us about something, and you go kaka, you do your weird crow noise to kind of get our attention. Oh yeah, so um, <laughs> I, 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 this was in the first combat while we were trying to figure out where these, um, what we then found out were bugbears where they were, because um, we just saw movement, and I kind of crept through some some area of trees with like some undergrowth and stuff, which obviously I can sneak a lot easier being very, very small mm-hmm. uh, comparatively. And um, so I kind of snuck through and I couldn't see anything. So I tried to call back to you using a bird sound. What bird sound was that? Uh, well, the only bird sound I can do is a crow. Could you do it for the people? <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Um, so, so I call, I, I do, I do that. And then you and Sora just sit there going like, did you hear a crow? I can't. And no, no. There's a lot well, of them around at no, this time Nathan, of year. Nathan or... literally knew it was you and could not give less of a fuck. So he was like, "Hey, Sora, did you hear that?" She was like, "I did." I was like, "It sounded like a bit of a crow." You know, there were loads of crows around when I was a kid, <laughs> but like recently, you just don't see them around anymore. And she's like, "Yeah, honestly, I don't know if it's maybe you know infrastructure changing or maybe just more industrialization going around." And you're like, "Oy, fuckos!" <laughs> Talus I... tells us to move up, and we're like. I think I was like, I think my, did you hear something? I think my actual wording was I walk I go I crawl all the way back through <laughs> this this area and then come out next to you and I'm like, core core, you dumb motherfuckers. That's it. <laughs> to which Nathan turns around and goes, Sora, did you hear that? <laughs> and she's like, I think I might have done Nathan. <laughs> so yeah, and then we just sat there piss like taking the piss about drinking wine and letting you guys do the hard work. Yeah. But still, so next uh, next um, session, which Hopefully will be we'll fight a troll. next week, mm-hmm. um, I assume we will then go and fight the troll, and then hopefully then uh, move on and go the uh, direction of the Umberhulks. Yep. But to be fair, we'll probably get the troll blood done, and then we'll do the Christmas special that Drama Matt wants to do when he's he's over in the UK. Well, we've got yeah, so we've got that... two sessions. Hopefully, before I come back, penciled in. So if both those happen, you should be able to get through both of them. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And then that will hopefully tie in nicely to a vague Christmas plan I have. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. But yeah, we that was our adventures person, of Which will be so much better than bloody... Yes! Oh, yeah. Mm. I think that might be part of the problem why it takes us so long. It's just yeah. through Roll20. Yeah. Like, mm. it, it just adds That's an extra... a layer extra, of extra yeah. fat. Yeah. It's a bit like, you know, playing um, playing 40k in Tabletop Simulator. It's technically the same thing, but everything takes yeah. twice as long. Ooh, speak, as speaking of, Tabletop Simulator was on offer. So I bought it, so we can play for it, if you want, at some point. Yes. Yes. Let, yes. Let's do that. Um, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> yes. Carry on. Anyway, um, I, that's all of adventures about D&D for yeah. this, these two weeks. Also, Drama but do, do we have any questions? Uh, there's a couple of emails. Do you want me to quickly... Yes. Quickly yeah, let's, let's go through them. Yeah. Okay, and remember, you. if you have questions for us, send your emails to onlydramamat at snipeandweb at gmail. Dot com. At Snipe and Web, you say? That's, did I? Yeah. I apparently can't even say my own name now. That's fine. <laughs> but 
But anyway, the link's in the description. Fucking whatever. Yeah, and what I'm sorry, like... but this is like you guys can't get that sexy picture of Drummer Matt anymore. No, I mean not that one. You might. We'll, we'll, okay, might you won't get that specific sexy picture. Yeah, we will be releasing like sticker books of sexy pictures of Drummer <laughs> Matt. So <laughs> we we won't really, but it's okay. You <laughs> want to imagine like this. I want to imagine that it's just that that picture is on the cover. It just horribly <laughs> artifacted, and it, like Comic Sans with maybe a like red red Comic Sans text with like a white stroke. It's sexy I mean, pictures it of drama mat, sexy rainbow font writing all over it. With oh, it's true. So it's, this is true. But anyway, that's gone now. It's no gone. one can get it again. No one else will mm-hmm. get that until we end up finding another. It might be a Patreon reward at some point. Drama mat questions. <laughs> questions. Um. So email feedback, as we mentioned earlier. Quite a few people emailed to specifically say they agreed with me about Ghostbusters, which is nice. Cool. Yeah, and there was no abuse emails at all, which was weirdly shocking, surprising. But yeah. how um, is Drummer Matt ever going to get off if you guys keep being so nice to him? Exactly, he gets off on the degradation. He loves it. He's a total sub. Oh yes, mm. yeah, a, a cooked sub. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, totally, man. I mean, <laughs> if that's what you are for doing, for, you know, not being a dick and be trying to be nice to people, yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, no, that's hey, come fine. on, I, I've been getting messages on fucking YouTube telling me that I'm a cook who likes to get pegged. Because yeah. apparently, like, how is that a bad thing? It's like, like, hey, you have sexual fetishes. There's, like, there's just okay. so many things wrong with that insult. Like, just, oh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, questions. Um, did do, do, do. Andrew D, I've been chatting to him a little bit about... We mentioned a Firefly RPG a while ago, and I said oh, I yes. believe oh, yeah. there is one um, mm-hmm. when we were talking about systems to run. He's been running one um, oh, wow. for a while. So there's two. There's Serenity RPG and there's Firefly RPG, which I had. Okay. I didn't know that both those two existed, but he's been running the two, apparently. And oh, there's nice. different... There's, there's bits that you can cross over, but they're different enough. Um, yeah, but yeah, no. So he said, if we ever get round to playing, it. well, he did offer to send the bloody rule book over. And I was just like, oh, um, bless him. that was very appreciated, but equally, I don't entirely trust the postal service here, and I don't want your book to get lost somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and not not so much the postal service here, but just you know, if we're out, postal service and, in general. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but he said, if we ever do get round to playing it, we can speak to him if we've got any questions. So, oh, that's nice. really nice. Thank you. Yes, thank so you. So I think at some point, I mean, it will probably not be for a few years, but yeah, maybe yeah. at some point in the future, hopefully, I'd quite like to to have a go running one of those two. That'd be super I think, super I think, imagine cool. it would yeah. be a I just want to be a proper brown coat. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. um, what else we've got? Um, Dat Foxdo asking about the next campaign they should do. They're presumably, I think they've been running a campaign for a while. Um, they're looking for the next thing to do. So the options are, and I've guessed what your two preferences are, but we'll see if I'm right. <laughs> Nordic themed, dark heresy, <clears throat> dark heresy themed, um, Adventure Time campaign, Pokemon Mystery oh. Dungeon. Although they said, please no, because they don't like it <laughs> or something. An evil campaign, an evil campaign, or a scripted adventure. And I can guess what your two answers are. But I want to go for the Nordic one. No. Can... Yeah, yeah, I'm going to shock everyone here. <laughs> I think that. Come on, like, oh, that would be so rad. How about a Nordic-themed Dark Heresy campaign? <gasps> That's even better. Yeah, do that. <laughs> That's good. Okay, combine your two answers. I assume your preference <laughs> would be Dark Heresy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, Did also, you guess actually, right? actually, just combine all of them so you can have, like... <laughs> Finn. 
The, the just, Viking. I just see like a, a a rogue trader who's got who's got like Pokemon. No, it's it's, like it's his... a rogue trader who has Pokemon. who's married to LSP. Yeah, and uh, he also. Oh my god, Captain Black Eye! <laughs> You'll never listen to my feelings. And they just happen to always it's like a weird be, heretical relationship. They just always happen to, to be secret. in furs and snow, which will be Arcanine furs, mm-hmm. obviously. Arcanine furs, absolutely. Yeah. They come from the land of the Arcanine fur and snow. Yeah. <laughs> also, why is it Arcanine and not Arcanine? I think it might have been Arcanine, but like people are just doing things better. But no, it's pronounced Arcanine in the show. Yeah, but Isn't they it? also pronounce onigiri as mashed potatoes, so oh, let's not give d- it that that's much. a jelly credit. donut. Sorry, I forgot it's a jelly donut. <laughs> I've turned my frying pan into a drying pan. What? I don't know how how Brock. I don't know how he never got laid. Honestly, <laughs> that disin- I don't care what your gender or sexual preference. That will disintegrate your underwear. <laughs> Batman. Okay, can can you please <laughs> say any other question we've got? Just say anything, man. I don't care what it is. Someone who doesn't want to be named. They've been listening to us talk D and D, and it's they've just moved city recently ish, and hearing us talk's got them off their butt to start a new group in a new city. Oh, oh nice. good, I'm glad you got this, buddy. Whoever you are, you fucking yeah. got it, and it's going to be amazing. Go, 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 play some D and fucking D. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, and yeah, that's more of a general trend. Like, it's so great to hear like people getting into D and D, and then to hear that we oh, are yeah. having an impact on people and getting them to play. It's just like. Oh, yeah, like, especially, like just tabletop in general, like getting people into like 40k, which we're sorry because models cost more than cocaine and pedigree horse semen. Uh, and like, but- I think that's what Finecast is made of. I think. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine and pedigree horse semen. What is burning things? You could explain the bubbles you get in it. <laughs> I am so tempted to call this podcast the origin the origin of fine cast bubbles now. <laughs> it's all the horse semen, obviously. <laughs> they gotta get it into the mold real quick, is all. <laughs> the cocaine is what like gives it the actual like substance to it, but it's, but the horse semen is the binding agent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They gotta fucking really. Oh god! <laughs> I think the horse semen is the biting agent is one of those sentences that's going to come back to haunt me. Yeah. It's going to come back to haunt. Yeah, definitely. Me. Come back just like the horse did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, what? moving on. Um... Okay, so yeah, it is really nice that we are getting people in, like like to see more people getting into tabletop and D and D. It's just wonderful, especially because, you know, sometimes people say, hey, you know, I, I've kind of, I wanted to try it, so you, you guys had fun. It's like, yes, yes, we're doing well. This is, <laughs> we need more people playing D&D, because this is fantastic. It's it's nice to see that we can have an effect on uh, on other people that's not just spreading our own brand of cynicism. Yeah. That's that's always nice. <laughs> it's nice, it's always more pleasant to spread positivity than cynicism. Yeah. yeah. And horse semen. And horse semen. Yeah. Which is all over the place. Mm. But you feel pretty gross about licking those brushes now, eh? (laughs) Moving on quickly. Um, That's why you have to wash your models before you paint them. That's why you go spray them, so you can really, like, lock down the horse seam. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We got an email from um, Grand Admiral, blah, 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 long name of House Giles, blah, blah, blah. Lots of people who email us have long names, and I think it's one of our chapter's minor deviations from um, Codex Compliancy that 
I can never be bothered to read their entire names and titles. <laughs> I like the idea of Drummer Matt's, like, uh, character in the Cardinal Archivists, mm. of just basically being the correspondence yeah. person who just doesn't give a fuck and keeps missing out massive chunks of data <laughs> yeah, that we need. Like, yeah, oh, something from well, the Inquisition or whatever. Is you make jokes like, nuclear about this, b- oh. but... My notes for their email, they had a long and complicated email. My notes for it are, is in essence, they're popping to the shop on their way to, oh my goodness, do we want anything? Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, Could we, you I, get I've, me? I've, I've offered them a glorious picture of myself in trade, so we can pretty much get what we want for that. Awesome, so. awesome. Oh, can I have a dip dab? Yeah, you want I mean, a dab? I, I assume we need more more food for the for the dino mounts. Yeah, we do, we do. Uh, <laughs> I, well, get me a steak and a tube of original Pringles. Because I'm Pringles are my jam right now. Get some M and M's, maybe Smarties. Smarties. Let's get Smarties instead. I, I prefer M and M's. I, honestly. I, know, how I about, really like Smarties. How about mini M and M's? How about mini get... Smarties? They're I, even I don't think either of you two like uh, this, but peanut butter M and M's are amazing. So if you're coming via whatever the 40k version of America is, <laughs> peanut butter M and M's are the best. <laughs> okay, I will say that. Um, oh, what are they called? Nutter butters. Like they're like American like cookies with like like they're like d- double sided cookies with like a bit of peanut butter in between and like the actual cookie itself is made with a bit of peanut butter. Okay, they are life changingly like nice. I I do like peanut butter. I just don't really like candy peanut butter. So like okay. I don't like it with chocolate. But I tried one of these because a friend of ours sent some over. Nutter butters are life changingly beautiful. Ooh. You see, as someone that doesn't, basically just salt biscuits. As someone that doesn't like peanut butter or peanuts in general. America's obsession with inserting peanut butter into places it should not go is something that is just bewildering to me. I, I, I don't like peanut butter and anything apart from nutter butters, honestly. It's like, I don't like peanut butter and chocolate. I think it's just gross. It's just gross together, I mean, they, they make the mistake of putting peanut butter in American chocolate. So it's... Mm. American chocolate isn't American very chocolate good. Is this the is worst. very true. Yeah. 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 And since Americans bought Cadbury's, British chocolate is now not as good either. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but that's yeah. a whole separate uh, thing. But yes, thank you, brother captain. Uh, just, just. Uh, in fact, yeah, get get us like a small packet of M and M's and Smarties. Actually, if that's okay. I don't know. That feels really wasteful to get M and M's and Smarties. Well, I'm not going to eat any M and M's, am I? You totally will eat M and M's if they M&Ms. were there. You definitely <sighs> eat them. Okay, I would, but I wouldn't feel that happy about it. It's a bit like how I prefer I prefer M and M's, but if you bought Smarties, I'm totally going to eat Smarties. Okay, get like a big bag of both. We're just going to be garbage. Yeah, I, 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 and get I, yourself I something that nice. That well. ship's big enough to carry a bag of both. So, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Have you seen our ships, mate? <laughs> anyway, but yeah, get yourself get yourself something nice as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, get yourself a microwavable burger and a panda pop. <laughs> the most depressing meal ever. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the Panda Pop makes it depressing. I would happily eat ha- like microwave hamburgers for like every meal. They're, they're complete trash, but they're weirdly tasty. They're so, yeah, you're, like, you're not wrong. You can feel yourself slowly dying when you eat them, but that's kind of the appeal. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit tangy. Any more questions, or is that... Uh... Yeah, we've got a couple more that are worth mentioning. Uh, another email from uh, Vikes, who we've had an email from them before, and I, th- I can't remember which one it was, but... Um, yeah. They they agree with me on Ghostbusters, which is good. And they had a good quote. Is that actually, the only reason you're reading their uh, nostalgia grows yeah, okay. like moss, thicker and more obscuring with every passing year? And I was like, yeah, that's entirely true. Yeah, yeah, that's um, pretty accurate. And they do have a question. They said, D and D, do we prefer established settings or adapting or running a loosely loop based one off an established one or complete homebrew? Oh, what are your favourites? I, I would be happy with anything because the thing is it's it's 
It's not so much about the module itself for like pre-established modules. It's about the person running them. So it depends how they like the person running them would do certain ones. But I mean, like say, like, I'm gonna call it, like drama Matt's our, our bottom bitch DM right now. <laughs> yeah, he's he's our baby boy. So I, I anything drama Matt could throw at us, I would like. I feel that he would always put a bit of a an individualistic spin on things, which I like. Because you know you're a bit more you're a bit brutal, and I like that. Okay. <laughs> well, no, like just like basically for, basically outing Nathan. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, was just like that was that was so perfectly aligned. <laughs> the Schadenfreude was palpable. I loved it. It was horrible for him, and it made me so happy. You see, the thing is. I don't know dick about the canonical Dungeons and Dragons world, so like, there's basically no difference to me between a comp- like a completely homebrewed thing and like the ca- the canon D and D world. I mean, like, we've only ever really played like homebrew kind of things. Like we've we- played some like when we played Call of Cthulhu with Call of. <laughs> When we played Call of Cthulhu, um, we I did run a pre-established kind of like starter module. I, I mix it up a little bit, but yeah, it's like yeah, but there's a difference between a module and a setting. Yeah, 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 and I'm just kind of like pre-existing settings. So it was it was using characters, like it was dropping characters pretty yeah. heavy. So like, I honestly think I'd be happy with anything. I mean, I think my biggest problem, like with someone running something in a pre-existing campaign, is like say they kept bringing in notable characters, like oh yes and and this person's coming in now, and it'd be hey, a bit... Big Dick Magee. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. yeah, I like how good. you're going to just nonsense rather than saying something that everyone can understand. Like, oh yes, going into a pre-existing campaign and being like, oh hey, here's Darth Vader, or here's Gandalf, or whatever. Okay, you have to make up the thing. character of Big Dick Magee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not even Magee. No, no, no. Magee. <laughs> yeah, Magee. It's homebrew. Yeah, Magee. <laughs> you homebrewed names. Yes. Wait, hang on. Why are you so against creativity? <laughs> but no, to answer your question, I would be happy with pretty much... I just want to play D&D. What would you run I if, just, you, if just... you were running it? Because doing homebrew probably takes more time. Yes. I mean, both can take long, because if you want to know everything about where your players could go, you kind of need to know everything about the yeah. um, established setting, which is almost hard, more time-consuming than making it up as you go along, potentially. Yeah. But I think as long as you don't go in too deep, using a pre-established setting is less time. And I thought, I've just got the time at the moment, so I might as well give it a go. Yeah. It probably depends a lot on how much your group knows about the setting as well. Yeah. Because if, if you're, You don't if... want them, like... Because like, they won't be able to help them, kind of, themselves, using their pre-existing knowledge. A little. I mean, that's that's a problem you probably have with D&D anyway. Yeah, I, I imagine that's uh, going to be more of a problem in something, like... Say, say if you're playing, uh, like, the Firefly or, or a 40k RPG. Well, and, like, Niska shows up and you're like, oh! Yeah, like, <laughs> where, um... People... Whereas d and I've always kind of interpreted, and I think that's, this is, like, how a lot of people uh, sort of intended it, whereas it's almost like every world that heroes exist in is like a parallel universe mm. almost set in the same basic okay. setting. Yeah. So it's running on the same rules and stuff, but like their story is not someone else's story, which is why, you know, multiple groups run the same stories. Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of interpret D and D as a setting. And um, whereas like, you know, 40 K or, or Firefly or Star Wars or whatever, that's a universe and that means that there's there's going to be certain canon things that people will know about, and I think it's much easier to use your knowledge of the setting in those instances rather than D&D almost. Yeah. God, I wouldn't want to run like a Star Trek 
session oh, DMing it for you and be like, well, actually, that's not how that works. Like, shut up. Actually, no, transporters can't work like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, just shut up. <laughs> you can't take us through that section of space at warp speed because that's where they've got like the speed limitations because it's tearing apart subspace. Like, oh, oh, no one cares. <laughs> like, just roll the fucking die. No. Transport. Weirdly enough, your character has an aneurysm and just drops dead. That's it. Game over for you. <laughs> That's so strange. Oh well. No, my char- you, character. You keep my character alive, but there'd be like fucking Pike stuck in the wheelchair where he can only communicate with binary beeping. <laughs> God damn it! This got dark. Okay, next question. Um, final thing uh, from JT Monkey or Adam. I don't know what he prefers, so I'll go with both. Um, one not related to the podcast, but they're saying as in, as um, someone who's emigrated to Ireland from the UK, and obviously I've moved to France from the UK. We're now their closest EU neighbour. What are my thoughts on that? Yay! I was like, oh well, god, <laughs> that's going to get dark really quickly for the podcast. Yeah. Um, but... I'm so glad you left this last. <laughs> it's fine. They had a couple of questions. I thought I wouldn't skip over one of them just for the sake of not offending anyone who voted Brexit and is therefore an awful person. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> not in, maybe not intentionally awful, maybe <laughs> accidentally awful and... Yeah, yeah, but, but awful nonetheless. Yeah, that's my thoughts on that, basically. They, <laughs> if they, people have voted for things that mean that I might have to not be able to live where I want to, so fuck that. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm coming back fair. at some point, don't get me wrong, but I'd like but to be still. able to choose when that is, rather than just get kicked out of country, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, a question on the band. Oh. Are the band ever playing again? Probably. Yeah, that's pretty much what I said. Hopefully. <laughs> at some point hopefully I think I think we'll maybe have like we'll have a few more kind of super special gigs yeah I, I quite like Dicko's um, idea of just sort of get like getting out yearly or approximately yearly, yearly. Or whenever we can yeah, yeah I think that'd be good because then it'd make gigs more special yeah because and... I mean I think we, we, we know we're doing at least one more um, for Zoe's, Zoe's wedding. wedding yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's like one we know for definite, and yeah, I I kind of see that's probably what's going to happen is that we'll probably get together every now and again to play a gig. Although I would, what I, what I kind of would like to do is because um, I imagine over the ne- over the next couple of years and stuff, there'll be a handful of bits and pieces of music that will be written by the people who tend to write music in the band, and I, I kind of feel like one day it might be fun to come back and kind of do do another album. That would be fun. Mm, it'll take it'll take a year or at least a year <laughs> to do this one album because we're very slow when, in the writing yeah. process. I mean, Lord knows I've got a ton of music written. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I kind and of I could f- help ruin it for I you. I kind <laughs> of feel like when I'm back in the UK, depending on what everyone's doing, whether we get back as fighting evil or not, but I, I kind of feel like we'll just end up jamming something. So if that just ends up being a, dif- a different band with the same people, even if it's not the same band, yeah. like, it wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, well, I mean, happens. Zoe, our, our saxophonist, has left the band. Officially, yes. Officially, she's yeah. left now. Oh, really? But, we, I mean, yeah, do you remember? She was like, oh, yeah, last gig, and then, and then like, we did the 10-year anniversary, she was like, yeah, I'll play it, even though I'm technically not in the band anymore. Oh, okay. Well, but, yeah, she, she had to leave. Everything's fine. We love her and she loves us. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> it sounds so horrible. It's like, oh yeah, she left. It's like that sounds like that sounds like oh yeah, she just blew up with us. It's like oh, oh no, 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 it's yeah. Just, yeah, she she she's got yeah. her own stuff to do. And horn players do that. Yeah, horn players off. <laughs> horn players always drift in and out. It's just it's just a thing. It's fine. maybe that's it. Maybe we'll we'll form uh we'll for, we'll technically be like the same group of people, but it will be like I don't know a metal band now or what. Yeah. Oh. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, 
I don't have to play like metal like bass riffs, do I? Oh no, you can play scar bass riffs, but in a metal band. Oh yeah, I like, have to play them at triple like, the speed. Maximum the Homo style slap bass in a metal <gasps> sort of band. That would be really cool because I do feel that that bassist is kind of my spirit animal. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> because the singer is kind of like. Dicko. Dicko. <laughs> yeah. And the drummer is super cute and a nerd like you. And then... I'm hairy like their guitarist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. And related to drummer... Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I, I just want to see Maximum the Hormone in concert so no, I know. bad. They're doing, yeah. they're doing it. They're touring um, South America soon. And I was like, well, if that means they're coming to anywhere they're not as part of the same tour but if that means they're willing to tour other bits of the world they might come to Europe and basically if they play a gig anywhere in Europe like fuck it I'm getting there somehow yeah yeah, yeah no, that's no. fair oh but can you imagine what one of their gigs would be like oh, oh it would God. be amazing oh, but yeah I think we should probably call it quits because fuck we've been going for a long yeah, time yeah um, I don't know how the final edit of this podcast will be but currently it's looking like being the longest one we've oh, done oh yeah. yeah we've been recording for over two hours yeah, yeah. So you'll know exactly how much bullshit we've cut out by the final <laughs> it's the, the be final length. It's going to be like, yeah, he's bad. Thank you for listening. <laughs> you'll, know, you'll know how many, <laughs> how many like, political tirades were cut out. Yeah. yeah. No, it'll be, EA is bad. Loot boxes suck. Nathan did a really cool thing in D&D. Pedigree horse semen. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and Drummer Matt wasn't wrong. <laughs> Drummer Matt wasn't wrong. Yeah. Also, I talked about Star Trek. Big fucking surprise. <laughs> I think people like hearing you talk about Star Trek. I mean, I hate it and I'd rather gouge out my eyes with a fucking spork, but that's just... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we should finally leave all these lovely people be. Yes. Yes, thank you so much for listening to the Misanthropod. I've been Snipe, and that's been Wib, and that's been Drummer Matt. Thank you for listening. You can go away. Bye. Go away. Bye. Bye.